you go from the first film where there's this epic rooftop scene and uh, he has to get crushed by a trash truck just to take him out for a little bit. And they take out the shredder in this movie with the power of rock and roll. Michelangelo here, you know, the master of the whirling pizzas. And you, my friend, are listening to Turtle Flakes, a bodacious bowl of Ninja Turtles goodness, brought to you by my radical dudes, Rob and John. Cowabunga! Cowabunga, dudes and dudettes, and welcome to another episode of Turtle Flakes. I am your lowly co-host, Rob, and join with me, as always, is my main man, my partner in Ninja Turtle Crime, Josh Atello. How's it going? Not bad, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. That's right. You're not Josh Atello. You're Jay uh... Weezy's Josh Atello, man. <sighs> Gosh, I'm, I'm, what a start. <laughs> We're on camera. You know I'm not Jay Weezy. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, well, speaking of Jay Weezy, he couldn't make it today, but he did say he'd be on the next episode. But, but Josh and I are excited because we get to watch a great, great film. Your wife's favorite film, right? Out of the Turtles trilogy? Yeah, this is Nicole's favorite uh, Ninja Turtles film. Yeah. yeah, out of the live action trilogy? That's awesome. So we're watching Secret of the Use today, guys. Uh, very, very excited about it because this is the one for me when I was a kid. This one kind of got away from me. I'll explain like exactly what, what had happened, but I had seen the first film in theaters and I had seen the third one, but for some reason I never saw the second one in theaters. I had to see it on video way later. So anyways, um, we had a lot of feedback on this particular uh, episode, a lot of it. So I wanted to go ahead and, and uh, uh, read these emails in a second. But before we do that, Josh, how have you been, man? It's been all, like three weeks. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, not too bad. Just uh, I've missed you, big guy. I've missed you, too, man. I've missed <laughs> you on the show. I, you know, I've been I've been uh, man. I don't even know what to say. It's been it's been a while. And. It kind of seems like, you know, I was I was really happy to get back to the show. I was really happy we we're doing this this weekend mm-hmm. uh, because as I'm sitting around with all my Ninja Turtles just stuff without <laughs> doing this show, it was kind of like, why did I do all this? <laughs> <laughs> See, I give you oh. a reason. <laughs> oh, good Lord, what have I done? So, <laughs> like, well, one of my kids isn't going to college, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand. You know, that that's me too, man. I... I'm packing boxes uh, this week. One of the reasons I've been gone for so long is uh, we had a vacation about two, uh, about a week ago, and then we've been packing and painting all all week last weekend, and then all this week about getting our house ready. And I'm packing up my son's room this weekend, and I'm also packing up the game room, which is the room I'm recording in right now. And I'm looking around at all the turtle stuff, and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to need a few boxes. <laughs> yeah, it's like I packed up. I packed up my. Uh... Oh, what did I do? I packed up my original uh, Playmates line of figures, and that took two boxes, and I don't even have all of them in there. Good lord! You know, and it's just and and it's just because I packed them up, not because I'm getting rid of them or putting them away, but because I had them all out displayed, and it was like on my dresser and on my desk table and everything on my shelves that I have. And I was thinking, 
I feel kind of claustrophobic right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta, I have to do something, and, and so I just, I put those away for right now. But they're right over there, so they're Heck not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, that's the way you do it, man. That's the way yeah. you do it. Well, you know, I, I, that would be a great problem to have. You know, being smothered by Ninja Turtle toys. Yeah, I know. It's it's actually not too bad. It's just I feel bad because I just don't have the room, and I like recent over the last month I've gotten. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five new figures. Nice, nice. Yeah, and I said I wasn't going to do it, but I did it anyway for the 2007 movie Ninja Turtle figures. I've got Splinter, Casey, and April. Oh, awesome! And because I could, I couldn't find Casey Jones at a decent price. He was always stupid expensive, mm-hmm. and I told myself I'm not going to get April and Splinter if I can't get Casey. Yeah, and it took me like a year and a half of looking around to find a Casey Jones figure for a decent price. Nice. And I got all three of them in box. They're all in good condition, so I, they're up here on a shelf. I've got all the 2007 figures up here. The four turtles, those three, and then. You lucky dog. Yeah, I know, right? And then Karai, Shredder, and a foot soldier. You know, they're all up there on one shelf. So, Well, that's awesome. You know, the, the only really thing I've gotten in, in the last couple of weeks, it was actually a really cool moment for me. Um, I went to my stepdad is selling his house in North Carolina, and that's the house I kind of grew up with when I moved down south. So, you know, a lot of great memories there, and I had a whole bunch of turtle stuff in there at one point in my old room. And, you know, over the years, of course, you know how it goes. You lose things, but... Um, I uh, went in there to try to get some furniture from his house uh, mm-hmm. to move into our house, and I went into my old room, and I found one of my old posters, and it was still in pretty good condition. It was rolled up still, and it was the one that is the cover of the NES game, the one with the giant dinosaur, the T-Rex. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think you actually have that poster, don't you? It's the T-Rex uh, and the turtles battling uh, the Utrams. Where do you see a T-Rex on that? Isn't there like a giant dinosaur in the background? Nope. Yeah, he's wearing like a he's wearing a machine, isn't he? Nope. You're lying. You lie, man. You're I'm crazy. looking at it right now. Oh, you you make you making it up, man. You messing with me? No, I, I'm, not I, I'm gonna pull it up. I I don't trust you. You're messing. This is with what me. being wrong feels like, Rob. No way. I'm not wrong. You don't know. Uh-huh. Wrong, Rob. <laughs> Let me see which one you're talking about. Let me pull up the camera. Okay, you have yours. Are you talking about the okay? I gotta. I have to actually move my computer and stuff. Hold on. Oh no! Well, I don't want to foul you up, man. Wow! Nice shades. Thank you. Those are awesome. Yeah, that's the one. See, boom in the background. That's not a T Rex, you dork. That that's, is a T Rex. Get out of here. That was a teleportation platform that they used to go into the Utrams dimension when they met Fugitoid to look for Splinter, and they had to fight the uh, uh, the Triceraton army. Yeah, well, that's a dinosaur. It's not a dinosaur. It is a dinosaur. It's not. You look at him. You tell me that's not a dinosaur. What so is we're going to take another hiatus for another three weeks before <laughs> Rob gets right. <laughs> oh, whatever. It looks like a T-Rex wearing this muzzle, okay? So, uh, okay. Yeah, right. that's that's it. Uh, listeners, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Back me up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, They're okay. not going to help you, man. This is, this is that fallout from Star Wars that you were talking about. This is... <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, yeah, so I found that poster, so I'm, and it's in pretty good shape. Um, just a couple tears at the top, but I'm going to go ahead and frame it and put it in the game room. I just yeah. tickled to death that I found that. And I used to have this wall poster. I mean, it literally would cover almost the entire door, and it was the poster. It, it stood upright. It was, like, really, really tall but narrow, and it mm-hmm. was all four turtles. And I think Michelangelo or Raph was holding a manhole cover open. Uh, oh, I used God. to have that. I don't know what happened to that thing. I loved that poster. 
Man, yeah. I used to have um, a door poster when I was a kid that was the uh, the movie poster for the first film. Oh, nice. And it's just gone. Like, I used to... I used to have so many posters when I was a kid and my walls. I used to have them on the ceiling and everything. It was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you, man. I my my room was pretty much covered in posters. It was cluttered, just like the yeah. room I have now, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, my side of the room is pretty much what my old room used to look like when I was growing up. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have you gotta have a connection there. Yeah. Yeah, and you <laughs> know what? It's I. I've told Nicole the same thing. It's just like if if you feel like I need to calm down, you gotta tell me. It's just because <laughs> it's like because yesterday was payday and I bought two more figures online be, nice. and they were pretty cheap. So nice. God, look at you, man! You're a machine. Well, well, you know, she she told me we worked out a budget, and she says you know every paycheck you can spend because and same thing for her is like we can spend this is just the disposable money. Yeah, you know we had th- so much set aside and we split it in half. And I spent fifty of it yesterday, oh. and just to just so every now and then I'll get her like a, a sweater or a t-shirt or something. Be like, yeah, but I bought this for you. She's like, okay, fine. Just soften the blow a little bit. <laughs> That's how you do it. I've done that before. Uh, like actually, I did that this week. I bought <laughs> I bought uh, what was it? Uh, oh, a new Star Wars book uh, based on one of one of the villains from uh, the old expanded universe well they brought him back for the new expanded universe and uh i was like oh man i gotta get that book so i bought the book didn't tell the lady but i had guilt so i was like hey hon why don't you buy you something nice and then and then after she did she bought like a shirt or something i said yeah it's because i bought this (laughs) you know it's it is so weird like how i feel about like buying certain things just like don't you feel guilty i feel guilty i do yeah and i'm enforcing like a, a strict rule on myself like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna oh, spend here we go over like I, I i just don't feel comfortable anymore if i'm gonna if i see something that costs more than a game i'm not buying it you know yeah i, I, I and, respect that and i've been i've been pretty pretty close to that rule for a while for a little while now yeah um and i i stress a little while because it was like you know yesterday <laughs> <laughs> i understand no, no, i've been there I kind of understand that I'm never going to like not do this in some capacity, but yeah. like it, it is it is important to have like limitations on it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Have a structure sure. to it. You know. Well, you know, like we've always said, you know, you you work hard. You know, you're you're providing for your family, you're paying the bills. When all the top priority stuff's over with, if you have a little bit of extra, man, you know, buy buy something that makes you happy. You know. Yeah. And Nicole did tell me bills were paid yesterday anyway. So See, like, oh, there you right. go. Priority number one's taken care of. You... Oh, crap. We got to go grocery shopping. Well, maybe I shouldn't have done that, but all right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hope well, your kids like ramen. Here we go. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're ever, uh, you know, desperate for cash, I will give you a very low amount of money, and I'll take your figures. It's the kind of guy I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Nicole's even told me, he was just like, you know, if you screw up too much, I have an eBay account. I'll sell your stuff. <laughs> So anyway, so back to Secret of the U's, man. Before we go ahead and start this thing, do you have any personal memories watching uh, this film? You know what? I do. I don't remember seeing... I don't think I saw this in theater, but I had this on VHS, and I just remember just watching it until it broke. Um, I really... I think, like, the thing that I think about the most about this movie is the VHS jacket, how it was just a white VHS tape, or white VHS uh, jacket, 
and it just had this green two, and all the four turtles were kind of like poking out of it. Yeah, yeah, and I remember that. There's this giant number two, and they're all hanging over and, it. Yeah, yeah, they're, well, they're all popping out of it. Oh, okay. And, um, I remember like this was a Christmas time release on VHS because a lot of the ad campaign that you remember seeing back then was them with Santa Claus hats on. <laughs> and I I just I really really enjoyed it and um I never thought about looking back on it I never thought about why April was different I never thought where Casey Jones was I never you know I never really cared I just loved seeing the turtles Yeah again looking back on it as an adult it is kind of a weird movie like what is the secret of the ooze Ah, true, do, true. Do they ever talk about what the secret of the... There's no secret. I guess, I guess the only secret... They're trying to get rid of it. Yeah, I guess the only secret is that it makes you younger. Like a, a retro... Uh, what do they call it? Like it's like a retro mutagen? I guess, yeah. Well, they make a retro mutagen. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, we'll get Reverse into it. Like, it. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into it. But uh, yeah, definitely this film... Is a really cool, really cool movie. Can't wait to get into it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I still think it's got the weirdest opening. We'll we'll talk about it though. Oh yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, for me, um, my memory of this is is um, it's it's weird. It's a strange, strange thing for me. I'm not sure what happened. I remember seeing the first film in theaters. First film I ever saw was uh, the Ninja Turtles film. I was very young. I was probably about four or five. Uh, one of my earliest memories. And I remember wanting to see the second film because I remember seeing previews of it on TV. Um, this is 1991. This is right... I guess every kid has a certain amount of years where it's like, that was some of the best times of my life. You know, for me, it was... Um, I'd say 1990 to about 1994. I remember those years vividly. Yeah. Uh, like, and, and, and sometimes, even to this... To this day, I think about those early years of my childhood, and I'm like, oh, man, that was Turtle Mania for me. That was the heyday, and it was still popular. So I remember very vividly when the second film came out, but I don't remember why I couldn't see it. I don't know if my parents, maybe I begged them, and they were like, I do know my mom had a, a phase where she said, no, Ninja Turtles is too violent. You can't watch anymore. But then she eventually kind of relented and, and, and caved in there. But yeah. maybe that was during that time. She's like, no, I'm not going to take you to see that. But the funny thing is... She took me to the first one, which was far more violent than the second one was. But That's probably why she didn't take you to the second one. Ah, maybe, maybe. But anyways, I do remember, it's funny you mentioned it was Christmas when the, the film came out, or the, yeah. the VHS came out. Mm -hmm. I remember, specifically, I was playing Little League Baseball, and I remember coming home. I was terrible at baseball, by the way. But I remember coming home, and my neighbor came up to the fence He's like, hey, Rob, I, I got uh, the Turtles movie. You want to come over? And I remember getting all excited, rushing inside, asking my parents. They said, all right, go ahead. So finally I hopped the fence, went over to his house, and we watched it in his basement. And I remember being blown away you know, because yeah. I just love the Turtles. You know, that was, that was what, probably spring of 1991 maybe or maybe later than that, I guess. Yeah. Well, no, no, I guess it would have been 92 or – Something because the film came out in March twenty second of nineteen ninety one, so it must have been ninety two before I saw it. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, um, I remember seeing it on VHS, and I do remember the exact uh, VHS tape like you described, mm -hmm. and I remember liking it a lot. But 
it's one of those weird things that I just never got to see it in theaters. Yeah, so I or at least I don't remember seeing it in the theater. Yeah, 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 maybe. So uh, you know, for me, um, I've not really watched a lot of it since then. I've watched it a, a couple times, you know, but I've probably not seen Turtles two, and I'm gonna say from beginning to end, probably about ten years. So it'll wow, be Wow, really? Yeah, uh, I've seen bits and pieces of it on TV. So I'm excited to watch the whole thing, you know, all the way through and record today. There's a lot of stuff I probably forgot. All right. So guys, we got a lot of great uh feedback for this episode and I I was so happy to see that because we're going to be doing a giveaway at the end of the month. So here in about 8 days, um we're going to just pick a random name out of all the feedback that we've gotten based on the film. And I'll send you a little turtle box. You know, I don't have a lot of stuff I can send, but I'm going to send you something. And I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to see if I got a Toka and Razor action figure. And I'll, maybe I'll throw one of those in there. I think I even have a Super Shredder, so I'll, I'll see what I can do there. But anyways, here is the first one. Uh, we got some emails. I'll start with those first, and then we got a couple of voicemails. So pretty sweet. It says, this is from Paul Russell. Oh, oh get this. He's from Scotland. All right, so it says... Wow. Yeah, you never know who's listening. That's the truth. So uh, it says, Dear Turtle Flakes, Scottish Turtles fan and listener here, I posted on Facebook a couple weeks ago and have been listening to the podcast and catching up with all the episodes. Having recently listened to episode 55, I thought, before I talk about Secret of the Ooze, I would inform you that the whole Hero Turtles and Nunchaku situation, even when it first appeared in the UK TV screens, I was aware of the name change and also the really bad cuts made to the early episodes. And in some episodes, fail miserably, edit out uh, Mikey's weapons. The music would jump. Sometimes they would use earlier footage from the episode, and it was just badly done. But anyway, here's a story of the whole Hero Turtles thing in the UK. Censorship policies deemed the word ninja to have excessively violent connotations for a children's program. Consequently, everything related to the Turtles, comic books, video games, toys, etc., had to be renamed before being released in these nations, as well as in the German-speaking countries. The lyrics in the theme tune were also changed, such as Splinter taught them to be ninja teens, as it was changed to Splinter taught them to be fighting teens. The censorship policies also had other effects, such as editing out the use of Michelangelo's nunchucks, which were at the time banned from appearing in 18-rated, uh, banned from appearing in 18-rated movies. Uh, and generally toning down the usage of all the Turtles' weapons. To head this problem off, the showrunners elected to remove Michelangelo's nunchucks entirely during Season 3, replacing them with a grappling hook called a Turtle Line that served as Mikey's signature weapon for the rest of the show's run. Wow! From from Season 3 on, that's a big chunk. That's Uh, crazy. How did they reanimate? I wonder what that looks like. I've never seen that because it's just like... Oh, you've not seen the, the grappling hook thing? No, not not to the extent that they must have showed it in uh, Ninja or Hero, Hero Turtles. Turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it says the Hero Turtles Adventures comic was okay. We did get the American Archie's series every couple of issues, and other issues would be filled with UK drawn and written stories. Uh, these were also very very poor. So uh, we had to wait a couple of months to finish an Archie comic story, whereas you guys will ha- would have had them more frequently and in the proper running order. Wow, I didn't know that, huh? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. However, the live-action movie came out in 1990 with Ninja in the title that was kept in the UK. In time, nunchaku scenes were retained in previously censored movies such as those of Bruce Lee. The same were for the PAL release of the early video games, which had Michelangelo's weapon of choice fully visible and usable. 
By the time of the 2003 TV series, the censorship policies have been abolished and no changes have occurred in the content of the show. The name Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles remained unchanged for the 2003 TV series and all the following incarnations of the Turtles. So now on to TMNT2, Secret of the Use. I remember going to the cinema to see this movie and it, it just wasn't the, what the first movie was. I was disappointed that they had practically stopped all the weapon usage. This was still during our censorship, so even in the cinema, we got Mikey shouting, combat cold cuts, grabbing some sausages, and then running at the robber. It wasn't until a few years later that I got to see the unedited version and see the whole sausages used as Nunchuck's segment. Wow, so they <laughs> edited out the sausages? Wow. <laughs> that is crazy. That's funny. Uh, the humor in some moments was really funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back. Uh, the fact that they over-relied on the humor and lightened the whole tone of the movie just really put me off. And I remember crapping all over the film with my friends when we left the cinema. Although with older eyes, I do watch it. Uh, I do enjoy watching it these days. I'm not so hung up on the lack of weapons. I just take it for what it is. The humor in some of the moments was actually really funny. Yeah, a little too rough. Still cracks me up. That is one of the best lines of the film. I love that yeah. part. The inclusion of Vanilla Ice and that dance routine was a bit of a buzzkill. I also didn't like the fact that the Turtles didn't even touch Shredder in any sort of combat. Not having Bebop and Rocksteady in the movie was fine with me. I actually liked both Toka and Razor. I thought that they uh, they filled the evil mutants role well. Mm-hmm. Tatsu was such a great character in the first film, but just seemed like a non-entity in the second. The showdown between the Turtles and Tatsu could have been quite a cool battle if they could only have had a little bit of combat going forward. I actually forgot Tatsu was even in this film, so... Yeah, I know. He doesn't He doesn't do much in this movie. Ah. I thought that April was well played in the movie, especially for it being a totally different actress. Kino was a good character, though it was pretty stupid how easily he spotted Raphael when he went to April's apartment. Surely being in ninjas, um, the Turtles should have no problem uh, being out of sight. I think the whole storyline itself had potential. If they managed to keep it in line with the first movie rather than letting 90% of the action go and try to fill that space with constant jokes and humor. For me, the movie still sits at the bottom of the pile. Then TMNT 3, Bay's first movie, Out of the Shadows, Turtles Forever, TMNT, and then the first movie. Wow! So this is his least favorite. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny because like you always hear how people hate... Uh... Turtles 3. Yeah, you know? so yeah. Interesting. Alright, so he says, anyway, that's my lengthy email, review, and information. Keep up the good work, guys. Cowabunga or Booyakasha, whatever your preference is. So, Cowabunga. Yeah, that's thank my you preference. so much. Yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul, thank you so much, man. It's great to hear from somebody from Scotland. And you make some interesting points. I definitely agree about uh, the Tatsu thing. I actually liked Paige Turco as April. She was okay. I, I have no yeah. problems with her whatsoever. I just kind of prefer um, Judith Hogue because, I don't know, uh, nostalgia, maybe. <laughs> and because she's, she's I, I'm sorry, but she's April. She is a great actress. I think she's she, April. Yeah, but I think Paige Turco does a good, nice job too. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So the next one um, is from Stetson uh, Kuda or Kuda. I'll say Kuda. Uh, he, he says, "Hey, Turtle Flakes, I'm really happy you've asked us to share our thoughts and memories about Seeker of the Use. I'm excited because this was my favorite TMNT movie as a child." And in a way, still is for nostalgia purposes. See, this is great. So you got one that said, ah, it's my least favorite. Here you got one. Uh, Stetson says it's his favorite. So it's kind of cool to see the range here. I hate this movie. Let me tell you how you're wrong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My memories uh, of it all started with a visit from my grandfather. 
He showed up to our house with a bundle of movies from a public library that he had purchased as they were getting rid of their extra stock. Included in this movie bundle was TMNT2 Seeker of the Use. It was my first time seeing it, and I loved it. I memorized everything about that movie as a kid. In fact, even into adulthood, I remember the Burger King Kids Club commercial before the movie and the preview <laughs> for a rom-com featuring uh, Bob Saget. What? Oh, okay. I don't, All right. I don't know what that is. Um, anyways, I'm getting off track. I love everything about this movie. I love the turtles' interaction with each other, from Mikey crunching his candy bar into Raphael's ear, to Donnie's nerdy interactions with Dr. Perry, and let's not forget Toka and Razor. Mama? Oh, Mama! Seriously <laughs> cracks me up. And, of course, especially as a child, my favorite thing about the movie is the breakdancing turtles to the ninja rap by Vanilla Ice. I thought it was the coolest song in the world. Loud, hyped, and about being a ninja. Seriously, what could be better? As an adult, <laughs> I still love this movie. Granted, I do think that the first is superior in storytelling, but Seeker of the Use is not lacking in the spirit of the TMNT in any way. Seeing Shredder's reign come to an end was epic to watch as a kid, and it's epic to watch now. I definitely wouldn't be a TMNT fan that I am today without Seeker of the Use. Your friend and fan, Stetson. P.S. Attached as a pic of me as Mikey for Halloween when I was in preschool. And me two years ago with Donatello, uh, with a Donatello cosplayer at a Salt Lake Salt Lake Comic Con, which I actually have printed off and signed by Peter Laird. Very cool, very cool, and I love his turtle shell. It must be a homemade one he did there, but it's it's really intricate. It looks good, man. Oh, yeah. So thanks for the email, buddy. That that was great. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'm glad you like this film. Yeah, I mean it, it's. It's right in the middle for a lot of people, I think, and it's good to hear. I've I've never heard anyone like out and out praise this movie, and man, that's really that's refreshing to hear. Absolutely, yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, you know, and it's cool to kind of see different perspectives. It sounds like Stetson was a kid when this first came out, where Paul mm-hmm. might have been a little bit older because he said his favorite part was the rap. And Paul said that was his least favorite part. So, you know, it's, it's interesting to see maybe there was a little age gap between the two, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just goes to show you age has a lot to do with it. Yeah, it does. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So let's see. Um, do you want me to read the rest of the emails afterwards? We can do that. Yeah, probably. Uh, we should probably yeah, yeah. get into the film. Yeah. So just remind me, Josh Tell. Uh, uh, Josh. Uh, you keep forgetting my name. I'm, I'm sorry. Keep, I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. So, uh. You want to say the you want to do the voicemails now or later? Uh, later. Uh, how many voicemails we got? Uh, just two. Uh, how about we do one now and one after the movie? I like how you think. I respect that. Okay, so we got a call from our buddy Rob V. So I hear our turtle com calling. The turtle com. Maybe that's Michelangelo now. This is Donatello. Come in. Yo, dudes. This is Rob Veach. I just thought I'd give a few quick thoughts on Turtle Two: Secret of the Ooze. Let's see, I was, was this, 91? I was seven when this came out, so this was this was on heavy play in my house for a few years. Rob's a little um, older than me. Yeah, it's a great memory. I'm older than Rob. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite line has to be, look, it's Raph. Yeah, a little too Raph. <laughs> uh, that whole exchange is, is pretty great. See, that's um, two for the, the, the Raph line. I did line. notice last time yeah. I watched it that uh, the turtles don't use their weapons. Which, you know, I know is like a response to um, parent outcry from the violence in the first one. But yeah, it seems like 
Donnie is the only one who uses weapon at all. Yeah. And speaking of which, I, I really like the voice actor for Donatello in this movie. Uh, ah, like, interesting. Yeah, a lot of time when I'm reading the comics, that's what I'm that's what I'm hearing in my head. So yeah, wow. The uh, those are those are my my thoughts on Turtles Two: Secret of the Youths. Uh, Cowabunga, Rob! Yeah. All right. Doing the show. All right, you Go know what? Guys. I have to agree with uh, Rob Beach here, man, because I was going to say it. He mentioned the same thing that I was thinking, where the voice actor for Donatello is an actor named Adam Carl. That's oh. my favorite uh, version of Donatello in these movies. Really? Or in the original movies. Like, when I li- read Donatello, that's whose voice I hear. Yeah. Oh, you know, I can actually see that. So you don't hear Corey Feldman? No, you know, I don't hear Corey Feldman because, like, I remember when I was... I vividly remember when I was a kid watching the first movie, and I was watching it with my sister, and she was a huge, just like every teenage girl back then, she was a huge fan of Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. And (laughs) as soon as she heard Donatello talking, she's like, that's Corey Feldman, he was in all these movies, and blah, 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 he was in Goonies, and License to Drive, and all these other films. I was like, oh yeah, I know who that actor is. And then, when I was a kid, that was... In my head, I wasn't hearing Donatello. I was hearing Corey Feldman, this dude that my sister has a crush on. <laughs> you know? And that was really the disconnect for me. And then when I heard this dude in the second movie, that really sounded like Donatello to me. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, I can understand that because that, he has more of a um, – it just seems to fit the character a little bit better. Yeah. In my opinion. Where it seems like for me, Corey Feldman kind of talks like a surfer, man. You know, he talks he a He should have been Michelangelo. I could see yeah. that. Yeah, I can actually see yeah. that. I, I'm with you there. I'm with you. So, I just never, I've never really heard that before. That you know that that, that he was people's favorite. So that that's cool. Yeah, I was going to mention it during the movie, but Rob just stole my point from under <laughs> me. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're never yeah. being on the show again. I know. Can you believe that guy? By the way, he, he posted a hilarious uh, photo of him on our group page where he's you know. Uh, completely covered with Turtles comics because it was the first time he'd gotten to go to his comic store in like two months. Yeah. So that was great. I remember seeing that. Yeah. New York, a city where 8 million can scarf down their slices in safety, knowing that when pizza is close by, help help is never far away. Any luck finding a new place to live yet? Well, you know, in this market, it's actually very difficult to find good subterranean housing. You'd think even an idiot could find a place down here. But no! Wow! And I thought all the really good dungeons were in Europe. The past returns, my son. Ah. Hey, guys, look! That's the canister that had the ooze. That transformed us all. Yes. Well, you're the last one, aren't you? Uh-oh. Oh, some animals are knocking down the telephone poles. Let them get their own cab. The next fight will be freak against freak. Take the ugly one. No, you take the ugly one. Which one's the ugly one? Huh? Go, 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 go
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Cowabunga! The Secret of the Ooze. Don't forget, we're turtles! All right, man, so let's go back to 1991. Actually, March 22nd of 1991. That's when the film debuted. And uh, yep. like I said, for me, it's been about 10 years, maybe even longer since I watched it all the way through. Uh, so I'm excited to see this stuff. And, uh, you know, we're just going to kind of go through it just like a green screen, like always, guys. And we encourage you to follow along. Um, I don't know if it's on YouTube. I saw some kind of bootleg ones on, on YouTube that kind of had the mini screen. So yeah. just get your DVD out and uh, just follow us along. And uh, we're going to go ahead and listen to this or watch this thing. So let me pull mine up. I'm back. Okay. Oh, and one last thing I forgot to mention. I'll mention this real quick, and then we'll go ahead and watch this. Uh, Josh, did you ever have the uh, Secret of the Use um, comic adaptation? No, I never had the comics, but I had the uh, like the storybook adaptations where it was just nice. Uh, they were like these art uh, oversized soft cover books that had pictures uh, interspersed throughout the book, pictures of the movie, stills from the movie interspersed throughout it. Yeah, nice. So I, I had those. I had uh, for the first two films, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, I actually don't remember when I even got this one, but I remember um, I remember Jim Lawson. Uh, I was pretty sure that he had drawn it. Um, yes. And I went back. Yeah, yeah, I went back and looked at it. I looked at the artwork first because for some reason they don't have the credits till the very end. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's Jim Lawson right there. Uh, and, yeah, he, he drew it. Um, Dan, Dean Clarain wrote it or wrote the script. Uh, Mary Keller did the letters, and Barry Grossman did the color. Um, guys, this is a great little adaptation here. I mean, it's scene for scene. It's a thick little comic book. It's all color. It's Jim Lawson's artwork, and you can get it very, very cheap. So, uh, this came out in the summer of 1991. So a couple couple months after the film had debuted, but it looks great. Cover alone is is worth it to me. Uh, where the turtles are battling Toka and Razor. So. Uh, go check that out. And anyways, maybe one of these days we'll review the film adaptations. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and click play in five, four, three, two, one, and click. And there's our new line cinema. An AOL. I missed it. Something. Oh, in memory of Jim Henson. So this was... Yeah, the, the movie came out just after he had passed. Oh, yeah. okay. See, once again, we get that cityscape. See, I, I automatically hear the... In my head, but that's not it. Still reminds you of the first film, though, the opening. Oh, yeah, this is a different uh, theme to it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. Oh, that pizza looks good. That pizza looks good. Yeah. And there's not this much pizza going on in New York City. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're drinking a glass of champagne and eating a pizza. I mean, like, that dude's accurate, the cab driver. Yeah, like, not not the lady in the... Like, this dude. That dude does not know how to eat pizza, apparently. No, you fold it. Now, are you a folder, or do you just... Just don't Depending tell me Depending on the size of the slice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just don't tell me you're, you want to eat it with a fork. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. No. Look at the cops. Do I look like a Republican? No, I don't eat pizza with a fork. <laughs> Hey, it's Ninja Pizza. Oh, yeah. Home of the nice Home of the nice slice. Oh, hold on one second. It's your buddy. 
Alright, so it looks like Kino is a pizza delivery boy. I kind of forgot about that. Hi. I got a visitor. Hey, it's Grayson. Grayson. How you doing, sweetheart? You're so pretty. <laughs> She's wanting to watch some turtles, too. Kino is savage in this movie. Jeez. Yeah, so he was... Was he Donatello in the first film? He was Donatello. He he was the stunt performer for Donatello in the first film. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he's an actor named Ernie Reyes Jr. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Legend. So Roy's Pizza. I'm surprised they, they went with Roy's. I wonder if that was a real pizza place in New York. I think it was supposed to be Ray's, like, originally. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. See, we're watching Turtles, honey. Turtles? Yeah. Turtles. <laughs> Turtles. You don't know what Turtles is? I don't see them. You'll see them in a minute. <laughs> it's their movie. They'll show up. I love this. We got a bonus guest. What's those that He's holding pizza. So they're robbing this place. They're robbing a mall. I think I can still see their faces through the... the Pantyhose or whatever that is. I know. We're putting nylons over your face. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever tried that? That really does obscure your face. Does it yeah. really? Yes. Man, there there he goes. He's got the moves. Got the moves like Kino. So guys, lesson learned. Don't mess with the pizza guy. Always tip your pizza. Always guy. tip your pizza guy. Yeah. There's too many of these people to ever actually to like. Get a get a profit. Right, right. Who's that? There it is. See, different different theme song, huh? I do like how the ooze melts away like that. That was cool. And again, the secret of the ooze. <laughs> You're hung up on that secret, aren't you? I am. There's no secret. <laughs> you know what's crazy? This movie gets a lot of flack for the turtles not using their weapons, but they are just mercilessly beating the crap out of They are kicking people. Movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Daddy, I don't have pockets. You don't have pockets? Okay. What are these? <laughs> pockets. There you go. So they stuff Kino in a trash can. Oh, what's that toy store in the background? Toys and fun. Ooh. So I like how Kino's in a trash can. You know, he's just beat up these guys pretty pretty handily. But he's going to sit back there and just watch. Hey, where, where's Donatello's bow? Oh, I guess it was his oh, belt. Oh, yeah, it's gone. Like, yeah. it was just there a second ago, too. Wait, wait, that's that's the theme song, isn't it? <laughs> There's the yo-yo. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, can't use nunchucks, but you can beam a dude in the face with the yo-yo. <laughs> I like how they're all watching the yo-yo. Like, look at that. Like, he just dented, like, nine skulls right there. And that sound effect. Oh, that's the same move he used in the first film, isn't it? Didn't he do that? He pushed that guy. He pushed a clown, yeah. 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 This but, is Nicole's favorite part of the movie. That was a curly right there. Oh my god. <laughs> See, these are the dumbest criminals. He's like, hey, wait a minute. What is this guy doing? 
Yeah. What does he do? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, here we go. Combat cold cuts. Who is that? That's Mikey. Played by Robbie Wrist. Well, I'd love to have him on the show. He was in all three of the live action films. There's the comic guy, Cold Cuts. He's got him. And next time I'll use mustard. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, okay, here's a question for you. What's that? There's a line. I love it. Okay, so. In just the films, just the live action films, who is your favorite turtle? Like, uh, is, is, is it always probably. the same, or or is it different depending on what versions you like? Or it's what versions probably you Donatello. I mean, like, he's the most consistent one. Mm-hmm. I can see that. You know, because, like, he is always... He, he doesn't go through, like, a huge arc. He kind of figures stuff out, but, like... Um, I don't know. That's a really interesting question, because, like, Michelangelo was probably... In terms of character development, he's probably the best character of the first movie because, like, you know, like, he doesn't let on how much stuff is bothering him. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and he's also very consistent throughout the... And he's got some great lines. I think in the films, mm-hmm. Michelangelo is my favorite character. It, oh, yeah. I think. But in the cartoon, Donatello was. And, and overall, Donatello is my favorite character. But I don't know. I just think... Michelangelo's lines are unforgettable in the films. Yeah. I always wondered this. Where did they get that money? Yeah, there's a five in there. I know, Grayson. Now my, my computer's up here, so we can record up here. There's April. Pace now Turco. this guy right here is who played uh, Michelangelo in the suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen pictures of him. That's cool, they kind of, they put him in there. Yeah, well, like, all the all the stunt performers in the first movie had cameos in the film. I did not know that. Very cool. Yeah, like, like the guy that played Raphael was the dude in the cab. That was like, oh, oh yeah, what was that? Was that? He's like, it's a big turtle. You're still going to LaGuardia, right? Yeah. We'll go downstairs when this movie's over, okay? <laughs> Uh-huh. Alright, Grayson's commentary. Yeah. She's just telling me what to do. <laughs> I bet that was Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Oh, I called it. Paige Starko, she's she's pretty. She's definitely a pretty actress. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. yeah. Daddy, my neighbor. Oh, I see some X Men comics. And a skateboard. Okay, so she just went up the stairs, right? Yeah. Okay. I love how the turtles, they go through the do- the window. The fire escape. I know, she has, like, no problems with birds or mosquitoes or no, anything. No, no, she's cool with it. Maximundo. Acapella. Perestroika. Okay, I got it. Ferrajaka. Give it up. <laughs> Poor Donnie. <laughs> so Paige Turco, was she in anything else? Like uh, I don't know her. She any was. Other... She was in a lot of soap operas and oh, like. Okay. I've got IMDb up here. Let me look real quick. Uh, a moment to reflect on their pizza. 
Uh, right now, she's on this TV show called The 100. Oh, okay. Uh, she was on Person of Interest. She's been she's uh, done a lot of TVs, NCIS, Law and Order. Nice, nice. Blue Blood, Blue Blood is a really good show. Oh, I love Blue Blood. Is she in that? She uh, had a recurring uh, role. Nice. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I think like this is like the argument as to why April never had kids because she <laughs> she's like nope nope had the turtles that's enough yeah like she's because April's probably like what twenty eight here twenty nine yeah. yeah so she's like nope not doing that to myself <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot why why did they move into her apartment in the first place because their place was trashed her place was set on fire so when she moved uh, they kind okay. of went with her gotcha gotcha. So they're they're no longer in the sewers, but we're we're Splinter. I don't know. He's on the <laughs> he's probably upstairs. All right, so that's that's the same voice actor for Raph. Was that the same voice actor for Leo? Yeah, I think all of them were the same. Oh, okay, nice. Oh, there he is. There's Splinter. Is that the same voice actor for Splinter? Yeah, uh, Kevin Clash. He was the guy that voiced Elmo forever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah. My, by the way, my boy is diehard Elmo right now. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to watch it every day. That and Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah, but Kevin Clash was Splinter in all three movies, and he he was the puppeteer and the voice for him. Yeah. And uh, which is crazy to think about how the voice for like the voice for Elmo and Splinter came out of the same guy. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. But this is my problem with April. What's that? Look at her apartment. That is the most expensive apartment. <laughs> she's she's not just a TV news reporter. She's got to be like d- doing something on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. She's dealing. She's got to be. So what did Splinter say there? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> I never sh- forget who you are or something. I, I love. See, I love Splinter. I, the film, the film versions of Splinter are great. Even the live, even the third film. You know, even though he has that goofy line about Elvis and and Blue Hawaii well, or whatever. He was, just that being is. A, he was being a dad, trying he to just, cheer up his friends. He was, Yo, dude. <laughs> oh, there they go fighting again. Now I gotta do ten flips. You see that, kids? He was always super tough on them. Oh yes. Remember, the true ninja. See, this is this is like my one real complaint about this movie is like if you listen to April and the Turtles talk about when they fought Shredder, it sounds like it was months ago. Yeah, it does. How long? But how like long in was the it? next scene, the tur- the Foot Clan are acting like they just got their bus kicked their butts kicked by the turtle ah uh, okay you know oh here it is here it is yeah right here this is uh the trash dump man I have I forgot all this stuff this is where you see the hand isn't it yeah it's a, it's a Jason moment what is with all that smoke <laughs> it's smog what is with all that smog that shouldn't be there <laughs> and whoever heard a white smog yeah <laughs> Oh, here we go. Wait for it. Ah, I see trash moving. 
There it is. Yep, Shredder takes Manhattan. <laughs> okay, what was the better movie? Secret of the Use or Jason Takes Manhattan? I'm going with Secret of the Use. Secret of the Use, because at least it took place in Manhattan, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there was like, what, five minutes of that movie in Jason I know, it's all on the boat. Yeah, but see, now, you listen to these guys talk, and it sounds like they just got done yeah. fighting the turtles. Oh, man, that guy looks familiar. That young guy. Oh, there's Tatsu. You know, that's, that's Tatsu's job. It's like, hey, what you're going to do is you're going to act angry, and you're going to break things. Because he did that in the first film, too. You know this dude didn't speak English? Did somebody dub it? No, it was him. He just didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> wow, no kidding. But I think, you know what? Now that you say that, I think somebody did dub over him. No. It's like he certainly talks more in this movie than he did in the last one, but he doesn't do much else. No. Okay, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, for the Shredder... In this film and the first film, what do you like better? Do you like the red outfit he had better, or do you like the purple? No. Oh, did he? Did he, he, had one, he, he had the red one. He had the red one in the first different. film. Yeah, he had the red one in the first film, right? And then the purple yeah. in the second. I like. Oh, that's a good question. I, I I like both for their own reasons. I like the red one because it was kind of unique um, to the film and the comics. Yeah, but I like the purple because it was unique to the second film and um, the cartoon. So yeah. I don't know. I, I guess about the same. See, I like the purple one a little bit better because, like, that dude is such a hardcore dude that he'll walk around with a giant purple outfit on and, like, what are you gonna say? <laughs> yeah, don't don't even do it. I, but I do like. I will say this: I do like his uh, helmet better. Oh See, yeah, I, they had had like, like the saw blade helmet. Mm -hmm. All right, so now she's interviewing, um, what was his name, Malcolm? Malcolm Perry is his name. Malcolm Perry, yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Jordan Perry is his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, fascinating. This I thought that was you crunching for a second. No, that's, that's Michelangelo. <laughs> that's yeah. Michelangelo. I was like, but that sounded really close. I was like, is that you? Mike, you, think you could crunch any louder? Oh, gosh. I feel like an idiot. I was like, dang, Josh, what you what you eating? I'm trying to find a good volume here to where I'm, I can still hear Wait the movie and not, like, drown you out. So. What, what, but what is he eating? It, it looks like a sausage, and it's making a crunching noise. Yeah, I, thought, I always thought it was a Butterfinger. Oh, okay. but that's a huge Butterfinger, if that's the case. Well, back in the 90s, before we all cared about, like, what was healthy, you know? Health. Pfft, health. Yeah. Who needs it? If it ain't a king-size Butterfinger, I ain't eating it. Yeah, yeah, fun size. Fun size is a big one for me. Yeah. All right, so I completely missed the interview. What was April talking about? They're, um, they're investigating TG TGRI. And okay. TGRI is actually disposing of chemicals uh, because they were being, like, upfront about the fact that there was a chemical spill, and so they're trying to clean it up. And then it turns out that, you know, they, I guess they didn't know what the mutagen could do or the ooze. Oh, okay. 
you know, because they don't call it mutagen in this movie. And this is what it does, apparently. It makes stuff big. <laughs> huh. Oh my gosh, look at those dandelions! <laughs> oh man, I forgot all this stuff. Yeah. See, like, it almost makes it seem like the whole turtles mutating shouldn't have happened. Yeah, like, it, it was kind of a, a messed up... Like, they, they were a mistake. Yeah. Because, like, all it does is just make, like, little things big, apparently. But, like, I don't know. And it's kind of weird. Like, I kind of like the fact that, like, the Ninja Turtles are the freak accidents. Yeah, yeah. But then if you go with that argument, then Token Razor can't happen. That's true. Yeah. But Unless, unless they reacted the way they're supposed to. Yeah, but I'm looking just, like, way too deeply into that, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see that truck coming by? It's a TCRI. TGRI. Are you sure? That looked yeah. like a C to me. It's oh, you're, TG, you're, you're it's out TGRI of it. in the films. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I see. I see their badges. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why either. I, I've never been able to find out why it's called TGRI in movies. Now, Kevin Eastman and Peter there, they were directly involved in this one too, right? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, they created Toka and Razor. Yeah. Gosh, look at that helmet. I love how it's got the gold accents on it and everything. It looks yeah, cool. I'm liking that. That's not the same voice actor, is it? Yes, it is. Wow, how did it change that much in a year? I guess there's no echo on it this time. Yeah. Yeah, because in the first film, it, it had more of like a rebirth, kind of fatter sound for Shredder. I, th I think it's the same guy. Let me look. <laughs> I love Donatello Moppin. I love that the classic collection Donatello came with that mop. <laughs> Did it really? No yeah. way. Like if you get the Secret of the Use figures, it came with that. He came with that mop. Michelangelo oh. came with the combat cold cuts. That is awesome. Leonardo came with the pizza, and I can't remember what uh, Raphael came with. <laughs> Michelangelo, I like his apron. Look at them; they're cleaning the apartment for us. See, they're they are good tenants. And, yeah, but they get mad at her for showing up early. <laughs> God forbid she comes home from work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, are the turtles are they working? No, they ain't making any money. Uh oh. Oh, is this where he tells the origin story? I guess I never noticed Michelangelo had that apron on. Yeah, <laughs> he's got this giant pink floral apron. That's awesome. The only thing that could have made that better is if he said like "kiss the chef" or something. I know. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. Here's the origin story. I'd, I'd like to hear this. This is. I want to see if it's consistent with the comic. No, there's no origin story here. Oh, I thought I thought there was. No, not in this film. Oh. So he says. Man, Splinter looks great. No, oh, he does. He really does. He looks so good. I like the music too. Yeah, reminds me of the first movie. Ah, that's the same. That's the same song. Ah, mm. oh, there's the canister.
pretty good scene yeah i know we should be talking about it, just i'm just watching this movie like, wow. yeah i just want to shut up and yeah let it speak for itself this just looks so good they look really good you know i mean i'm yeah I'm sorry i don't i know how much i uh harp on this kind of comments here but man i just it never did look better than this you know i i like these i like this design and i i would really like to see it again now what were there any changes to the to me this seems like there's a very subtle change between the costumes in the f the first film and the second film, but was there? I honestly I don't know. I think they used their new costumes, but they have the same molds. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Look at that computer. Yeah. Oh, it's got the 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 uh, big floppy drive. <laughs> remember when you had to pull the handle and then it would flip the floppy drive out? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember those days. I remember. Uh, Oregon uh, our, Trail. Yep. Yes. Yep. Our classroom had one computer, and you could play Oregon Trail after you were done with uh, your your schoolwork. Yeah, you know, we'd all be fighting over who gets the computer. I didn't care about Oregon Trail. I just wanted the hunt. That's uh, the hunting in the game. <laughs> oh, so Tatsu, he stole the TCRI can. Now the turtles, I guess they're gonna sneak into the building. Yeah. Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it, eh? Let's do it. <laughs> I like how they just walk in. I know what it's just, <laughs> man. People need to shut up, man. They're always talking about how like the Ninja Turtles need to be in the shadows and they need to be stealthy, and they're just walking around here, just, just like talking in. at the top of their lungs, yeah, shouting. It's, it's video games of 3D. Hey guys, over there! Look at that! Hey guys, over there! This is pretty cool. This, this kind of highlights Dante's personality right here. Yeah. It's got to be super hard for him to type. <laughs> I wonder if Dante has like a customized um, computer keyboard. He's got to, yeah. Yeah. Because like, look how fat their fingers are. He's hitting like three keys at once. <laughs> has he even used a cell phone? I know, right? Phone. Well, he came up with the turtle con. There's like, if you look at the turtle con, uh -huh. there's like no buttons on it. Right, right. It's got to be like voice activated. <laughs> See, he was doing Siri before uh, Siri was even around. Yeah, before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what's he looking for? I don't know. Uh, they never tell you. They just, <laughs> I don't think they tell you. Yeah, it's the same screen the whole time. It just says access denied. Uh-oh. And then that's never seen a computer do that. <laughs> oh, the Foot Clan's shown up. He's got the canister. Get it. I got it. Oh, he throws it. Yeah, like see, people are talking about how this movie is just like stupid and silly it's just like look yeah. at how many people he just knocked unconscious yeah. true and look at the people look at the foot clan guys just standing on the 
I know, like, shelf there. dancing in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, now they're going to jump down. It's so impressive how these guys could move in these suits. Oh, it's incredible. They just don't make them like this. No. And you know what? They could, they still totally, they could probably make a better Turtles costume nowadays. Oh, I know. If they, if they went back to practical effects like this, yeah. Yeah, and not, I'm not even talking about looks. I mean, make them look like this, but like, just in terms of maneuverability, they could probably yeah. do a better costume. Did you hear that one guy? There's always uh -huh. one fat foot soldier. <laughs> yeah, look at him. So they have a huddle. I remember when I was a kid, me and my neighbor used to reenact this scene. And it was so stupid because we couldn't do cartwheels and stuff like that. So we'd try to like flip around and we'd just like get hurt all the time. <laughs> I like the big guy. Yeah. Be like, haha, he's fat. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great. I love the music. What's up, dude? I love his face there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite scene so far. That was funny. There's <laughs> a stink bomb. You remember stink bombs? Yeah. You know, I had to bust one of my students for bringing a... It was a... It looked like a pepper spray can, but it was called fart spray. Oh, was, my God, really? It. Yeah. I was like, really? So I took that. I said that that is very immature. Did you take it home? So the, no. <laughs> what I did was I sprayed uh, one of my coworkers' room. <laughs> so Kenny, Let me if show you're listening, how it's done, kid. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was great. I was like, that's very immature. Let me get that. Yeah. And then I think to myself, what would Landon do? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! You know that poster? I forgot they're teenagers. Yep. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. So now the turtles are moving out. Yeah, they don't even have a place to live, but they're just gonna go. They're like, we're just gonna go. We'll find. There's plenty of sewers in the city. I wonder what they're packing, cause like they, if you really think about it, the turtles are just walking around naked all the time. <laughs> None of them have clothes. They're just like, well, they you have got... just like stuff. They just collect stuff, you know? We got Mikey's comic book. You got that, uh, looks like a blow-up shark on the couch. Uh, Important stuff, man. But... Yeah. I didn't order any pizza. There's Kino. What the guy in 313 did, and now he doesn't seem to be there. I like how Kino just invites himself in. Yeah. So much anyways that, you know, maybe you... Where'd these come from? <laughs> I love Donatello back there. Just yeah, like, rats. But why is why is Donatello looking for the nunchucks? I don't understand. I don't, well, he, it just you know he was the closest one there. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I wonder if she ever hit herself when she was doing that. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh oh. Here's the foot. Ooh. <laughs> and this is why I relate to Raphael so much. It's like, let me hurt him. Please, let me hurt him. Please. <laughs> oh, this will make him feel better. I think you'd better sit down. 
Man, everybody passes out when they meet the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> they must be used to it. Splitter's like, oh, story of my life. And with an old Renaissance art book I found in a storm drain. Hey, there you go. Michelangelo. I'm Raphael. Yeah, all the good ones, and you know. I never caught that line until like recently, <laughs> where he's like, "All the good ones end in O." Like Raphael sucks. So. <laughs> Man, I could never do a flip in that suit. I can't do a flip anyway. It's really impressive. I can't I'm either. So I'm impressed by these performers here, man. I am not flexible at all. No. Not only that, but, you know, just... I just... I couldn't do it. I'd get a concussion. <laughs> oh, that might be a good premise for another bet. No. No. If I'm right, one of, you know, one of us has to do a flip or something like that, or try to. Oh, that's right. So Kino's going to be in the Foot Clan. Yeah. Hey, and believe me, I really hate to say this, but the kids no. got a problem. Why not? Why not? Too dangerous. Uh, but I thought we no. could... It's not a bad <laughs> plan. Like, like Kino get recruited. Yeah. Just like, just have him just show up and be like, okay, this is where they are. Bye. Ah, I love Michelangelo cheating. <laughs> Gosh, look at those saw blades. That, that is awesome. Yeah. Now, is there a Shredder specific to the second film that's not Super Shredder? Just Super Shredder. Dang, they need to make just a regular one. Yeah, I know, right? He, lo he looks awesome that way. I mean, there are figures that you can find that are similar enough. You know what I mean? But Yeah. <clears throat> This all looks like really elaborate for just pouring mutagen on them. I know. It's a propane tank or something. I know. <laughs> what does a propane tank need to be there for? <laughs> Maybe Hank Hill's here. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> I'm talking about propane and propane accessories. <laughs> propane accessories. <laughs> Maybe Shredder works for Strickland pro Propane. You never know. Like to celebrate the inaugural mutation event, we're going to have some burgers and fries. It's going to be good. <laughs> Boomhauer's invited. <laughs> and, and Bill. Hey, wow, I got some uh, room service. Thanks, hon. All right, some Chick-fil-A. Thank you, babe. All right, well, hopefully I don't chew too loud. So the turtles are going back to the sewers? Yeah, they're trying to find a place to live, yeah. Hey, this looks pretty good. See, my, my lady, she knows me. Chicken uh -huh. biscuit, chicken biscuit with uh, two slices of uh, tomato. Oh wow! Oh, I've yeah. never been to Chick Fil A, so really? Oh, it's pretty. Yeah, bad. they don't, they don't have them around here. Oh, you gotta come down. So you gotta come over. I know. I want to. I really. We were going to this summer, but like, cause we're going to visit my parents next next month. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, around like like the end of last week of May, we're going. 
And we were going to go to Indiana for a couple of days and then go to Tennessee. Oh, but then, man. Yeah, but then me and Nicole were thinking about it. It's just like, it's just too far. I understand. That's a long the babies. Yeah. Like, if it was just her and I, that'd be one thing. But, like, with the babies, you know, it's just that's just too much in the car. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of these days, we're going to come up and see you guys. For sure. Yeah. Well, one day we are. We're going to, or at least I am. Yeah. Michelangelo. Not quite ripe yet. That was funny. Not quite ripe yet. Now they going back to their old lair? No, this is when they find the subway station. Oh, okay. And that's the same subway station's in the third one, right? Yeah, and in Next Mutation. Ha ha ha. Hey, nice, nice. Hey, you, you remember? I'm not. I'm. I don't hate Next Mutation. You know that. No, I know. This, that's for. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, Jay, Jay Weezy. Yeah, or uh, Jay Sleazy. You know. Oh. Oh. Now we just—it's my fault. We kind of talked over, but my favorite joke of this movie was: "You think even an idiot could find a place down here?" And Michelangelo's like, "But no!" And he falls through the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an idiot did find where they're supposed to live. <laughs> I like how the power still works. Yeah. All right, you're gonna have to cover for me for like thirty seconds. I gotta take a right. bite out of this biscuit. Taking a bite. Mm. Now this is, you know what, this is probably my favorite Ninja Turtle lair, like, I really wish they would make a play set of this, because this is just the coolest Ninja Turtle lair. Oh, no kidding, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the, um, train in the middle. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. This is the most visually interesting one. Train, listen to me, yeah. Yeah, I want that figure. I want that helmet. I know, right? Yeah. Shredder looks Look, great. And I really like his cape, too. You don't really see much of it, but he's got a really interesting-looking cape. Like, I have yeah. no idea what it's made out of. Yeah. That poor scientist. He, he's been in a lot of movies. Um, I forget his name, but... Uh, yeah. The actor's name. I think, like, the, the one thing I always think about is he was... Did you ever watch Batman the Animated Series? Uh, some of it, yeah. He was the voice of Ra's al Ghul. Really? Yeah. Yep. No. Okay, question for you. Yeah. If Toka and Slash got in a fight, who wins? Slash. But Toka looks like he's got a size on him. Some size on him. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Which, what's Slash? Oh... <sighs> I mean, if we're talking IDW Slash, I'm sorry, man. Slash has got it. That's true, true. But Cartoon Slash, I don't think so. Cartoon Slash looks to be about the same. Yeah. But I think because, like, Slash was never, like, a baby, and Toka is... (laughs) Toka is a baby, yeah. Like, Toka and Razar, that's one thing that they mention in the movie is that they're babies. Mm -hmm. Stupid infants, but, you know, whatever. You shredder, you know, he goes, Babies! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, babies. <laughs> and then he's got the dad groan, where he's like, "Ugh." Uh, <laughs> is that how you feel every time you walk oh, in your all the living time. room? Every single day, they're just babies. I love how he's carrying around a payphone. I love how Michelangelo has a whole box full of potato chips. <laughs> 
Raphael by any chance? Raphael? Yeah, has he stopped by or anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> they both lean in. Yeah, where is Raph? Did he storm off? He stormed off, yeah. He's being all Raphael about it. Oh, gosh, jeez. <laughs> Give me a phone. And Donatello even invented a cordless phone. I mean, he's walking around with a paper. Uh, that's what I was saying, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. You know, I have to say, okay, so we're about 45 minutes in or close to it. Um, yeah. The humor so far is actually pretty daggone funny, this I think. It's funny, yeah. Man, it's funny. I thought it would be this dated humor. This is an episode of like this is like a really good episode of the cartoon is what this is. I agree. I agree. I'm actually enjoying this. This is pretty similar to Out of the Shadows. Yeah. Like the first movie was the dark movie, the second movie was mm-hmm. the funny movie, and apparently the third movie never happened. So <laughs> it never existed. Yeah. Remove the bar. I love I love Tatsu. All he's gotta do for the whole movie is go mm, 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 and slight variations like mm, mm. oh don't open it don't open it <laughs> they, they're scared of him yeah and these two look great they oh look my amazing. goodness yes they do see now I was always a Razor guy I thought he looked amazing yeah Toka looks great too but I think Razor looks awesome See, I always like Toka a little bit better. Oh man! Yes, come forward. Me. And he's so cute. He's got the cutest face in a yeah. moment here. He you does. Know? I like oh, a shredder. Right I here. Like a sh- yeah. <laughs> when he says "Mama" for the first yeah. time. Mama. Maybe the second time. Right here. <laughs> he's so happy. He's like, "That's mommy." <laughs> oh, shredder was like, "Attack me." Then they hug him. Get off me! <laughs> There's Josh. As a dad, I can relate to this moment so hard. Yeah. <laughs> babies! <sighs> There's my wife, Nicole, going, Well, they're infants. It's like, they're stupid. <laughs> then my wife's like, okay. They're stupid infants. <laughs> I love Toka. Ow! And I have that moment with my kids, too. They'll be playing with something, and I'm just irritated by something else. And I'll say, put that down. And they're just like, oh. And I'm like, why did I say that? Ah, yeah. I just want to impose my will on somebody for a minute. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was going to kill him. He was going to kill him. That is savage right there. He's like, they're living creatures. He's like, not for long. (laughs) Yeah, jeez. Shredder doesn't care. Shredder don't care, yeah. Yeah. I think that scientist is actually taller than Shredder. Oh, yeah, he is. That dude's tall, yeah. Yeah. He's taller than, like, the top of Shredder's helmet. That dude's no tall. No kidding, yeah. Toka's laughing. Okay, so, like, this has a great cameo from a very young actor. Uh, his name is Michael Jai White. He played Spawn. Do you remember him? Oh, uh, you know, I've never actually seen Spawn. Oh, okay. Well, for yeah. for film fans out there, very, very talented martial artist and a pretty good actor named Michael Jai White. He's right behind Kino in the red shirt. The, the right. black guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's, like, look him up on YouTube. Like, he is an insane martial artist. 
Like, and he played Jax in the Mortal Kombat web series and everything. Yeah. Nice. So. I always thought that was cool. Like, first movie had Sam Rockwell. Second movie has Michael Jai White. You know. Yeah. They knew who the stars were going to be, apparently. (laughs) That is true, yeah. Okay, again, a Ninja Turtle out in the daylight. (laughs) Where everyone... Ah, they travel in shadows, excuse me. I know, right? (laughs) Behind cars. Yeah. And we fade away into the night, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I look up the sky. I'm being punished. Thank you, honey. Mm -hmm. Here you go. Does he want his hash browns? My son's a moose. She wants my hash browns. Yeah. Dang. He just, like, shattered that dude's nose. He's not going to be in Turtles 3. Neither will Neither's Kino. Kino. Oh! <laughs> Great minds. Oh, gosh. Okay, oh, jeez. Oh, right in the... Oh. Right in the Goskies. Look, he waves at him. He's taunting him. Kino invented the taunt. Mortal Kombat had later borrowed that taunt. Kino, wasn't it? You seem to be the only one worthy of... You got promise, kid. You have 15 seconds. Remove as many of the bells as you can. See, I don't think they want foot soldiers, because nobody could do this correctly. Look at these guys. None of them did this. No! I'll tell you what, I couldn't do it. He's good. <laughs> He's still there. He's rooting for him. <laughs> well, Raphael removed all the bells and gave him the Kino. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I didn't catch. I, I thought Kino just did it. Yeah. No, Kino didn't do that. He could, though. He's like, hi, I was in Conan too. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember this part. This this looks familiar. Man, that is a huge stack of tires, man. I like how no one can see Raph. You mean to tell me with all those foot soldiers out there, he's like sneaking behind old busted down washing machine. One, no one truck. He's behind one truck the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's the Shredder. Four baby turtles. <laughs> Four baby turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had a mouthful of biscuit. I was like, oh, I gotta wait. There's Tatsu. Hi, we were looking for a muffler for a 77 ship. Sheesh. Whatever happened to service with a smile? Man, car tires are heavy. That's pretty impressive that dude just love- one arm just flung that at him. <laughs> I love Raph. He goes, after he throws a tire at me, he goes, yeah. <laughs> Is this the first film music? Sounds like it. It's got the same drum. Yeah, beat. it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's different. It's different melody, same. A little beat. different. Yeah. Excuse me. 
this good this good fight scene this holds up good answer good answer <laughs> yeah they totally missed an opportunity to be like what why is this happening again <laughs> <laughs> How great would it have been if, like, Casey Jones showed up here? They're like, I gotta do this again? You guys met mine, uh, tell me, oh, what, is, what does he say when Raph shows up? Mine tell me why up. you're beating down on my little green pal. Green pal over there? <laughs> yeah. So they, wait, 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 wait. So they beat up Raph, and Kino abandoned him? Well, Raphael told him to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just walking, yeah, I'm guarding. <laughs> That's a job I want. Having having actually had to pull guard on a on a military base, no, no, it's super boring. <laughs> Like you're just stuck in one position for like six hours, and you just get—you're not supposed to go anywhere. You're not supposed to do anything. Ah! Uh, did he just cue his bow? He down? totally did. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the cue chalk on it. That was great. Oh, your sound effect. Oh. Oh, here we go. A little too easy. Oh, is this where they battle Token Razor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little too rad. <laughs> yeah, that's where they fight Token Razor the first time. I don't like this. Let's go. Right. Rest <laughs> <laughs> like you idiots. <laughs> huh? Proximity of certain structures. If they were gonna spring a trap, love. I was gonna watch right there. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. Oh. Little. That looks super painful, man. <laughs> oh gosh. Turtle shish kebab. Oh my gosh! I didn't even know he was gonna say that. Yeah, turtle kebab. <laughs> turtle kebab. Grass, like I told you so. Sorta. Gosh, Shredder does look cool there, man. Now this movie. You notice a? Sh oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, did you notice the shin pads even had like blades on them? Yeah, it looks awesome. Like this movie, like always gets crap for the turtles not using their weapons. Like I said before, but like especially this scene, because why doesn't Leonardo just cut them out of there? Yeah, but, like, okay, I can see that. They're all netted up. Look how pinned off they are. They can't. He couldn't get a sword out. <laughs> Plus, his swords aren't serrated. It would take forever to saw his way out through the rope. Yeah. <laughs> and we know his swords don't. Oh my gosh! Is that Splinter? Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, he said it, Kawamanga. We carry insurance. Yeah, mutual. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Get down. 
I like how Shredder doesn't do anything. He just stands there. Well, that's like the most Shredder thing to do. It's just like, just stand there and let the Foot Clan do it. True. They do their dirty work. Yeah. Shredder had to move his way up, you know, up the top of the ladder. <laughs> the foot. <laughs> Can we talk? What are they hitting? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, he laughs at him. Spider's like, I'm out of here. Oh, here we go. I like Toka's voice. Ow! Yeah. WrestleMania? Oh, that's good. That. The harder they are, the knockdown. There he goes, chalking up his bow staff again. I love how he just doesn't even care. He's gonna swing it like a bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe that ugly crack was a little bit out of line. <laughs> I love that, like Donatello just knows he's gonna get his butt. Kicked. It's like ah, uh, I deserve this. Uh, oh my gosh, what a throw! Oh, that hurt. I'm surprised he didn't go. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so happy he didn't do that. <laughs> Alright, so Dante's gonna break the scientist free. I like uh, the spikes on Toka's shell. Yeah. And I love the designs. Yeah, the, the design oh, of uh, Toka and Razor never really gets talked about, but it's it's really, really cool. Like, Razor oh, like, legitimately looks scary. Like, he looks like a werewolf. Yeah. With like a shield on his chest. Is that a manhole cover? Look at, look at the size of that. That's how big manhole covers would have to be for the turtles to go in and out of them. GGRI guy. Man, right before that, if you really look quickly, like the the guys playing the foot the foot clan were just kind of standing there waiting to be hit. <laughs> Makes you wonder what they're doing off camera. They're just standing there. They're like, uh, maybe I'll fight them. So what are you doing after this? No, you know, hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a hockey game. Going to too. Grace Papaya for a hot dog and a Coke. I got to work at the quick stop. Yeah. Oh, this sucks. This is a life metaphor right there. <laughs> right. You think you're going to achieve your goal and then you get stuck halfway through. Oh, yeah. See, what I don't understand is, you know, they're happy to see a manhole cover in this one, but in the video games, 
That was a bad thing. I know, like, you lost health. You lost a bar of health in uh, the arcade game. And Manhattan Project. Look how much he's walking. <laughs> the guy's PhD material, all right. Ah, so he knows him. What the? I think he was on, that same actor was on an old version of Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah? Or was it Christmas Carol? I have no That's the one with the uh, the ghost, right? Yeah. The ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to say he was on an old one of those. I remember from my childhood. I can't remember. He he was Bob uh, Cratchit. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I figured he would be He was a lot younger. Man. <laughs> yeah. has much to tell us. Fresh is like, seriously? I love how everybody, like, they can just hang out with the turtles, but, like, when they see Splinter, they're always, like, surprised. You're like, oh, you're... I know! You really are mutants! <laughs> this can't be possible! You mean to tell us the formation of the Look how much shorter they are. Yeah. Well, let me see. Donatello, isn't it? An unknown mixture of discarded chemicals was accidentally exposed to a... Maybe that's the secret of the use. The secret of the use is the fact that the Ninja Turtles were never supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So different origin right here. Yeah. Well, they just expand on it. I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, they just expand on it. Where, like, you have the origin from the first film. That's not changed. But, like, you find out in the second film that it was just an accident. I mean, it's kind of like accident, a meta yeah. joke about the Ninja Turtles as a whole. It's just, like, this thing was never supposed to take off. You know, like, yeah. the original Ninja Turtles comic was supposed to be one and done. Like, they did one issue. That's why Shredder died at the end. Because they didn't know they were going to do issue two. Makes you wonder though, like the thing I always wondered about the professor here is like, does he have a family? Is anybody? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> is anybody worried about where he is? Apparently not. His life is his work. Yeah. Okay, so what was the professor's, um, what was his name in this? Do you remember? Uh, uh, the character name? Yeah. Uh, Jordan Perry is his name. Okay. Is he in any of the comic books? You know, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, you know, that'd be cool if, like, somehow, you know, IDW's done everything. And by the way, IDW's about to hit a milestone. They're about to be the longest-running Ninja Turtle comic of all time. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is which is awesome. I would not be surprised if they have Professor Perry... As, you know, a side character one of these days. Yeah. I mean, they, they have chat. I mean, why not have a friend? You know it would have been really cool if, like, if they had what they could have done in this movie is instead of Jordan Perry, like Professor Perry, if that had been Baxter Stockman. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't have to mutate or anything. Just that would have been a really cool nod to the cartoons and the comics and everything. Like that would have yeah. been action. And you know, sad thing about the new current movies um, situation is we'll never see the the mutated one. Oh, yeah, the mutated one. Yeah, and like Tyler Perry was all willing to do it too. He wanted that. Speaking time. of Perry, yeah. See, it all connects. Yep. Perry, Tyler Perry was Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman was a scientist. The scientist in this movie is Professor Perry. All yeah, connects. Into the rabbit hole we go. <laughs> the music as he bites into a telephone pole. I forgot about this scene. Oh my gosh. That's messed up. <laughs> what does Splinter just say? Hey, go ahead and wreck the city, will you? Yeah. I like how nobody's outside. No one sees this happening. Oh, never mind. That's pretty much how a New Yorker would respond. That's a New Yorker. And nobody liked Pentos anyway. Did you see Razor flexes on us? And there's the police chief again. Hey, look who it is. He's back. Chief Stearns. April, get in here. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what uh, What um, is a little different is she works for Channel 3. Channel 6. Yeah, I know. Even in the last movie, she was with Channel 3. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, you can't get everything. I don't know. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, it's probably just them just trying to create their own thing, like Channel 3 News, TGRI, Toka yeah, and Razor instead of Bebop and Rocksteady, but, you know, whatever. I respect that. At least they didn't copy everything. Yeah. I mean, like, originally, in the original script, it was supposed to be Bebop and Rocksteady, but, like, they found out as they were making the movie that they would have to pay Playmates for the rights to use Bebop and Rocksteady. And so to save money, yeah. they just created Toka and Razor, and then they made uh, figures of them, and then they were even in the cartoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, I do remember an episode where Toka and... I want to say Slash was in that same episode. I, I'm just going by memory, though. I could be completely yeah. wrong, but kind of makes me think of that. It was pretty cool how they always had duos of villains, where it was Bebop and Rocksteady, Toka and Razor, and then they had Dirtbag and Groundchuck. You know? Yeah. Groundchuck always looked awesome to me. Dirtbag too with the. Dirt, I like Dirtbag, yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a figure of uh, Groundchuck. Yeah. Never knew his name. I just called him the Bull yeah. guy. Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull. <laughs> he was the first Red Bull. Yeah. Uh huh. And then he got wings. Oh, very good, very good. <laughs> I really do like this. How they never really went anywhere with this, but like it was, you just kind of saw where the foot could, the foot could always get you, you know. Yeah. Okay. I will say this: Paige Turker did a nice job. Yeah. She she really did. I, I what with the script she was given, she was a good April. She was fine. Yeah. And they said if you don't meet them at the construction site tonight, what? 
He'd send Toka and Razar out again. Oh, Razar? Am I saying it wrong? I've been saying it for like 30 years. I'm not saying it different. <laughs> okay, yeah, there was a, a little detail there where she said that uh, Shredder would send Toka and Razar out into Central Park. So, like, he uh, deliberately sent them into, like, kind of an abandoned part of town. Yeah, yeah. One thing I really like about Splinter, they still have the uh, ear slash. Yeah. 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 Well, from what I understand, that's the same puppet. Oh, okay. I mean, since yeah, all I mean, he did in the second movie or in the first movie was just kind of sit. You know, he, did, so, he didn't move around the, as they... much as the turtles did, so they kind of had the same puppet in good shape. Yeah. So, so my question is, okay, in the third film, did they like copy? Okay, I'm sorry. Let me back up. So, the second film and the first film. Jim Henson, right. right? So did they somehow copyright their um, costumes? And is that why they couldn't, when they went with a different company, they couldn't use those costumes anymore? For the third movie, from what I understand, since the budget of the third movie was smaller, significantly smaller than the first two films, they couldn't, they really couldn't afford Jim Henson Studios. Okay, I got you. So let me ask you this. Do you think the film would have been um, higher praised? If it looked better, or was it the script that killed the film? You know, it's tough to say. I still don't know what killed the third movie, because, like, it was a story that was oversaw. Uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird had oversight over the third movie again. Um, it's not like we've never seen time travel stories in Ninja Turtles. Um, I, I, It's tough to say what... I'd have to watch it again, yeah, yeah. because you know, I, I, I kind of forget what happened. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I recognize that the turtles don't look as good in the third film. I mean, it's because, for me, it's it's the eyes. The eyes aren't as well done as the second and first. Yeah, they're a little bit more blank. <gasps> look at that Bart Simpson cup! See, that's what product placement is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't really know what kind of harpooned that third movie. Yeah, I don't know if it was a combination of things. Maybe the script, maybe the lower quality of uh, animatronics. I think you know what. Honestly, I think if uh, legitimately, I think it was just it was just past its prime. You know, like I think that yeah, that didn't. Help. I mean, three that years after help. the third movie, the cartoon was done. Power Rangers was the next big thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. So. I'm I'm with you because '93 that's getting pretty late. <gasps> Simply Donuts. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah, and the Michelangelo figure for the Secret of the Years line that play, uh, Playmates put out came with this box of donuts. Ah, nice. That's how you do it, man. You can still get them pretty cheap. They're on Amazon. You can find them at Walmart. So so, so what are they, the uh, first film or second film adaptations? Second film or? ones, yeah. Those nice. ones those ones are a little Walmart? bit better really? because like the sculpts are very similar, but the color schemes on all the turtles are all different. They all came with like four alternate heads. Nice. Welcome. I love this. This looks like saw... such a Mirage comic book page here. It does, yeah. I'd like to get the um NECA ones. I've got the Donatello one. Oh, nice. And I wrote a review on it a couple weeks ago. And 
Oh, I, I published it on Facebook, yeah, but because uh, our website's down. But uh, uh, really, our our domain name? Oh gosh, I gotta fix that. No, 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 no. The Bargain What's Bin Radio it? website is down. Oh, um, okay. Oh man, I hate that. Uh, but I I wrote a review on the NECA quarter scale Donatello figure, and I I'm not happy with it. Yeah, really? you know, I mean, it looks incredible, but like it it's hard to stand upright, keep him up. Like I he falls over more than anything, you know. Ah, oh, and that. like he's. Like, the shoulder joints, like, won't stand up. You know, like, they just keep slumping forward, so he always looks like he's just, like, hunching forward. He's yeah, I know, right? And, but, <laughs> but, uh, it's a great figure, but it's just, I don't, after I got it, I don't understand why it had to be a quarter scale. I don't know why. It, it really yeah. sucks that we can't just get the regular six-inch action figures, and NECA is not going to do it. They're not going to put them out um, for whatever reason. I don't know why. But it really kind of made me realize that, no, nope, I'm just going to get Donatello and I'm done. I'm not going to get all four of them. And yeah. plus, I mean, I don't have the room. Like, I had room for one, you know? <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Uh, num-nums. Num-nums. I love, I love all the slobber. <laughs> they like it. I like how they're not really chewing it because they can't because they're puppets. <laughs> okay, you know what? This is dumb. Shredder, while they're distracted, just shoot the Ninja Turtles. Just shoot them. If you really wanted them to... Look how those cubes were. You think they would have noticed. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great line. Like Michelangelo says, maybe I should have brought bagels. <laughs> right here, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's a dance club. What is it? The dock, the dock shore club. The okay. dock, dock shore club. Which one's the ugly one? <laughs> yeah, you know what? This movie still holds up, man. I like it. I'm not... I am pleasantly surprised how good this is. It's cheesy, but, you know, it's got... It's still pretty but fun. But the Ninja Turtles are inherently cheesy, you know? I mean? Right. I mean, it's to me, it's not cheesy trying to be cool. It's cheesy knowing... It's self-aware that it's yeah. cheesy. It's making fun of itself. All right, this is really cool. Okay, Vanilla Ice shows up. And yeah, here it is. Here's the big scene. Everyone, remembers. I read a, uh, I read an interview with uh, Vanilla Ice about uh, about this movie, and yeah, apparently the day that they shot his scene for the movie, this was his 21st birthday. Oh, and no all of his friends were trying to get him out to go to the bars, and he told all of his friends, "I'm hanging out with the Ninja Turtles because he is a diehard Ninja Turtles fan." Oh, we gotta get him on the Vanilla show. Vanilla Ice, yeah, I, I, yeah. If he would ever come on, I mean, I, I don't I'm know sure if he would. He would. He's a super cool, seeming dude. Yeah. Oh man, here it is. Ninja Rap is born. We gotta write us. A, <laughs> we gotta write us a Turtle Flakes rap. Yeah. You know. We gotta get Big Data. Yeah, he's quite the rapper. Yeah, Jay Sleazy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the green machine gonna rock the town without 
Gosh, you remember when Vanilla Ice was hot? I actually do. Oh yeah, man! Like he was all over the place. Like he had movies. Yeah. He was on TV. 1990, 1991, right around that time period. I remember being on the school bus, and kids in the back saying, "Play Ice Ice Baby" to the bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if the bus driver had a cassette of him or what, but you know he played. They they request it, and then they play it. Go Ninja! Go. I remember singing this song all the time when I was a kid. Oh yeah, and I like. I guess in, in theory, he's making all this up. Yeah, he's ad libbing. Yeah, this is ad libbing. This. Actually, you know what? Vanilla Ice has got a really cool show on Netflix. I can't, I can't remember what it's called, but what he does is he, what he does for a living is he renovates houses. Yeah, I've actually seen that. Yeah, and he renovates like multi-million-dollar mansions and then sells them. And, wow. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. He's a pretty inventive dude when it comes to building a home. I, I was about to say he's kind of reinvented himself in a lot of ways. You know? Yeah. He's, I mean, he's still pretty relevant in the, in the, like everyone still knows. His name. Everyone, Everyone still, still knows him, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember this point in time where it was uncool to be a Vanilla Ice fan. For probably, you know, the from the mid to late 90s. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he's just as relevant now than he was back then. Yeah. He actually did a another rap not too long ago on the Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. They fight because they must. But it is the last choice for the true ninja. I forgot this conversation completely. It really kind of sucks when you grow up and you do a little bit of research and you find out what ninja were actually like. <laughs> like ninja like did not like break into people's homes and like dress in all black. Like ninja like dressed like regular people and then got information for the people that actually went out and killed people. <laughs> ah, so more like spies. They, yeah, they were. They were spies. Yeah. That's not Man, to, the say, crowd that's is not into to this. say that they didn't like get in like giant karate fights, but you know. Wait, you mean to tell me there were no turtles nope. as ninjas? Sorry. <laughs> well, that changes everything. Yep. Oh uh, heck with this, this. I'm a Power Rangers fan. They kept it real. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrifying if you really think Oh that. my gosh! Yeah. This is terrifying what they're doing to Token Razor. <laughs> and I like how the, the crowd's completely oblivious. They're like into the music, they have no well, they think this is just a show. They think these are people in costumes True. just putting on a show. <laughs> see, see, Josh, you got pretty long hair. You, you can do the the button in the back. Nah, the my hair isn't that long anymore. I got a, I got a haircut. <laughs> Nicole told me I was starting to look homeless, so I had to get my hair cut. <laughs> Ah oh, man, no, grow it out, man. You, you grow it while you got it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, one day we all lose it. <laughs> oh sure, I gotta quit wearing my hats, man. Man, I'm just kind of—I don't know why. I, I wear what I like: flannels and hats. Well, that whole thing about you wear a hat, you go bald—that's not, that's not. Is that true. real? Oh, okay, good. It's like saying coffee will stunt your growth. That's not true. You know? <laughs> man, see, like. People talk about how like stupid this movie is. They're just like violently beating the hell out of these foot <laughs> soldiers. I know, I know. And they crushed Tatsu. Yeah, they they totally killed Tatsu. Tatsu's gone. He's dead. 
Oh, here we go. Synchronized dancing. Oh, here it goes. I like how the scientist is into it. It's so stupid, it's good. This is what, you know, I'm sorry, dude. This is what, like, 90s teenagers would do. I was about to say. I said, this is, this is, this film is the epitome of the early yeah. 90s, man. Man, I can't dance. Can you dance? No, not at all. Yeah. I am terrible dancing. I can dance like Vanilla Ice, but I can't dance well. Yeah, so. <laughs> I can emulate the moves, but not as good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at Mikey. He's into it. I don't even think that dude's so talking. I think he's just dubbed face. over. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He's got the can. Look how they keep tightening up their bandanas. <laughs> There's Kino. He showed up. I guess he didn't listen to Splinter's advice at all. That was pretty impressive. He just did a backflip onto the stage. Or front flip. Yeah. I'll go ahead and let him. If he wants to die, let him die. It's fine. Yeah, you know. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to kill this extra right here. She'll be super chick. This is the only time a keyboard was cool. Wait for it. Keytar! Yeah. It's the only time a keytar player ever had center stage. <laughs> oh my gosh! How do you go from the first film where there's this epic rooftop scene and uh, he has to get crushed by a trash truck just to take him out for a little bit? And they take out the shredder in this movie with the power of rock and roll. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, it's cute. I'm, I want that dog. I never heard that before. Michelangelo said, "Maybe we set some kind of distance record." <laughs> this is great. So they blasted him into the into the bay, I guess. In the bay, yeah. No, too soon, guys. Too soon. But I like they kind of flipped it on its head here, you know? Because yeah, this is how the first film ended. Yeah. Do you know who plays Super Shredder? Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Diesel Mr. Diesel himself. himself. Yep. Good God. That's not special effects, people. That is just a big dude. That is just a... Yeah. With spandex abs somehow. Right. You know what's interesting about this is they referenced WrestleMania earlier. Yeah. Well, Diesel ends up being a WrestleMania guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was never great in WF, though. He was he didn't really become Kevin Nash, you know, the, the character. Or maybe the character's the real guy. I don't know. Until WCW. Yeah, he was in the NWO, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Him and um, Razor, and then eventually Hulk Hogan, and then uh, half the WCW roster, like, in the late 90s. Yeah. Shredder, you 
See, I do wish that they had a, an actual fight here instead of just Shredder yeah. kind of numbskulling himself to death. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. And I've, I've heard the angry uh, video game nerds review this, or I, I remember seeing it, and yeah. he makes a good point. Like, the, the trash truck didn't stop him. Yet, a dock, you know, just heavy pieces of wood does, and you never see him in the third film. Like, he's gone. So it makes you believe, you're led to believe that he's dead. Well, and I mean, Super Shredder. I don't know, they, they made it like, when I was a kid, I thought the whole building fell on him. Yeah, but it was just the, dot, the pier, I guess. It's just like, just that one little bit, yeah, but. Yeah. I think that's what they were implying, but they just couldn't afford to do it. Like, <laughs> just the, the yeah. whole building fell on him, which I thought would have been much better. Yeah, that's a cool scene right there with the shelves popping up. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm with you, man. <laughs> I definitely like this Super Shredder better than the the, the new one. Yeah, I agree. I just he doesn't. He still looks like he still looks a human being in this one. Yeah, where like he looks like you know the 2012. Looks, he looks like Rick from Splatterhouse. <laughs> yeah, or a Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Ah, oh, that's funny. With another dad groan. Ugh. Ugh. I love this. Oh, God, I love what Splinter says here. Hold on. It's like every dad right here is what Splinter says in a couple seconds. He's like, seriously? Idiots. Idiots. <laughs> you know, everybody else... That'd be watching that news program and be like, who the heck are those guys? I know, like, what is going on? What is she referring to? You see that? He's got like a remote programmed onto his chair. Ostentatious. There it is. Yeah, by so many people. We were seen by everybody. Practice harder. Yep, somebody's getting the spanking. Yeah. Remember, go ninja, go ninja, go. I made another There it is. That's All it. right. So, man, you know, I have to say. I have to say, um, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I hadn't seen it from beginning to end in quite some time. And I have to say, the jokes held up. They were pretty funny. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's cheesy, but the turtles are cheesy. Of course it is. It, it, it matches the tone of the original cartoon very, very well. And I'm actually more impressed with this film than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. You know, so I, I have to say, I really liked it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I mean, it's, it's just as good. It's almost as good as the first movie almost i mean it, it, uh, it, yeah it is a good sequel it's a good part two you know especially with all the hurdles and loopholes that they had to make so they could make this movie and especially considering that this movie came out one year after the first movie yeah i mean that doesn't happen you know 
Yeah, and you know what? This film made some money too. Uh, the budget was twenty-five million, and they grossed seventy-eight million six hundred fifty-six thousand eight hundred thirteen bucks. Yeah. So they did all right. They definitely made their money back. Yeah. And but so, yeah, this this was a this was a really cool Ninja Turtle film. I mean, like the first movie was like a comic book adaptation. This is very much an adaptation of the uh, the cartoon. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about this closing song, though. I don't mind it. You know, I mean, it's not... It's okay. It's not Turtle Power, but, you know... Yeah, it's not... 9.95! <laughs> Which, if you actually listen to the whole song, that has nothing to do with Ninja Turtles at all. It's just nope. that one piece of dialogue from the first film. <laughs> but it's catchy! It is catchy, yeah, and I completely forgot. I remember when I first started listening to uh, our show now, but when it was just you and uh, Josh Witt, I always wondered yeah. why you had that song at the end of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Does he just <laughs> like that song? And then I watched the movie, and I never watched the credits because I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. But then I heard it during the credits. I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. I always wanted, like, yeah. I wanted our episodes. <laughs> and a nice reference there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always wanted our, our show to kind of resemble the ending of the first film. You know, where they're like, hey, yeah, KC, I give it a 9.95. And then that's when the music starts hitting. Yeah. And and then, you know, I always try to, like, when I edit in the show, I do the 9.9 song, and then I have it bleed into uh, Turtle Power, T-U-R-T-L-E Power. Uh, and then, you know, usually by then, our, all our bloopers are done, and that's it. That's the show, so. I try, anyway. I don't know if anyone besides me get, you know, notices stuff like that. I understood but, uh, that reference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, I really like this. So I gotta ask you a question here. What's that? Favorite part? If you can uh, pick a favorite part from the film, as the credits roll, what is your favorite part of this film? Oh man. Oh, that's tough. You know, I probably. Man, you know what? It's probably the the opening act. The uh, the open fight scene really? in uh, the little mall, you know, I, I like that, you know, because that is, I mean, that's what we want to see Ninja Turtles doing. We want to see them fighting crime and yeah, beating people senseless. You know, it's, that's that's what at the end of the day, all the family drama, you know, bad guys, good guys, whatever. You want to see them yeah. doing what they do best, and that's ninjaing all over town. You know. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me, I'd say probably the donut part, uh, where they yeah. give them the donuts. I, I just think it's so goofy and funny at the same time. I was like, you know what? Here you got these huge, menacing, scary creatures, and you give them a donut. Everyone loves donuts. Donuts brings the whole world together. This is what happens when Michelangelo forms a plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had the pork rinds in the first film. He's got the donuts in the second film. Don't remember what he's got in the third, if anything, but... Uh, but man, this was fun. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, you know, I, I really like this movie. It gets a bad rap for absolutely no reason. Ah, uh, bad rap. Uh... And there's a bad rap in it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it, it gets a, it has a bad reputation just for, yeah. for reasons that don't hold water. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like here, here I am. We're both thirty year olds. You know, or I, I'm younger than you. Yes, you know, obviously, but the... <laughs> significantly. Yeah, apparently. But you know, here we are. You know, we're in our thirties. We're going back and watching this clean slate, and uh, I think we both agree. You know, it's pretty self aware. It's definitely a contrast between the first film, yeah. but I think it still works. You know, 
Yeah, you know, I, don't I, know. I, I really, I, is it as good as the first movie? No. Oh, oh no, not. of course not. But, but it does still it, good. It doesn't need to be. It just to be a good movie, and it is. You know. And it was something different. It was something different because let's face it, even if they tried to be super dark and serious, who knows? They probably couldn't have done that because they had a different director um, than Steve Barron. Yeah. They probably, if they had tried to be dark and serious with a different director, it might not have worked, and we might have might have hated it even more. All right. But um, you know, this kind of went a new director, completely new vision. But I think strangely, it worked. It reminds me of the Friday Thirteenth movies. <laughs> the the first few were real serious. Yeah. But later on when like the there was a new director for Jason Lives and it was completely self-aware and it's like it, it didn't take itself serious at all. Yeah, I think somewhere uh, like and went out of part its, 3 it got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. And went out and went out of its way to, you know, kind of make it really cheesy and it, somehow I thought it actually worked. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's how I feel about this film. But I'll shut up, man. I was cutting you off. You you were about to say something. Oh no, it's okay. No, I think uh, first off, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven is the best one. So really, you like that oh, one? Oh, that's New my Blood? favorite one. Yeah, where he fights the girl who's a telekinetic. Yeah, because ah, Jason's met his match. Yeah, yeah, that that is his match. Yeah, I really like that. And she crushes the mask on his face. Man, oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that that like, was awesome. That was like the first time like Jason really had to fight somebody. Yeah, and we need to do a green green screen on those. Yeah, <laughs> I'm there. I'm down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe if we ever start like a Turtle Flakes Patreon or something like that, we could do more stuff. You know, uh, we can do, have a horror more podcast. The, yeah, yeah, just like Turtle Flakes Other, where we cover random stuff. The next muta- uh, Turtle Flakes Next Mutation. Yeah, Next Mutation. Well, I definitely want to do more adventure series stuff. You know, just more. No, no, no. That's what know. we'll call the podcast, like the Next Mutation, and we just talk about. Whatever. Oh, yeah. That I like. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But anyway, you know, um, what I was going to say about the film was just like that, that darker version in 1991, that movie never would have been made because I think the reason financially why this one didn't make as much money is because people were had the same reaction that your mom had. Yeah. Uh, you know, after the first one was, admittedly, it is pretty violent and it's pretty dark. Like Shredder or Splinter is like starving to death. That whole movie, Raphael gets beat unconscious, probably into a coma. You know, it it is pretty dark, and a lot of people were not responsive to that. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> it, it if that movie had come out nowadays, it would be called campy and just really kind of oh sure. You know, like it it would have been considered stupid. You know, yeah, you're right, you're right, and uh, but. This movie, it is a new director. Uh, a lot of people that made the first movie were involved with this one. It was just the director that was different. But yeah, there is a new vision for it. There is a new kind of, uh, just a new path they were trying to set. And, you know, I think it was a pretty successful one. They did a good job. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and we, you know, just to continue, uh, continue, listen to me, just to continue the feedback that we had gotten on this, um, we got our buddy Christopher Carlson. Uh, he sent us an email about this, and uh, let's see what he had to say. He says, oh, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, excuse me, to Campin' Om Ooze was the first of the TMNT movies I saw as a kid. The first that had a 15 age rating due to violence. Uh, and I was a... Good boy, so there was a no-go on that. 
My childhood BFF had a home recording of v- uh, on VHS, and his family gave me guff for sitting too close to the TV. <laughs> turns turns out I needed better glasses. But way before I saw it, I had this poster in my room, um, and he's actually got the picture attached where it's vanilla ice gathered around the turtles, it looks like. looks awesome. That's neat. Yeah, he says, I got this from a Swedish edition of the Archie comic, or Turtle Tinningen, Tinningen uh, as it got nicknamed. Also, uh, thanks to word of mouth on the schoolyard and some Panini stickers, uh, I already knew how most of the movie went down. But I was still disappointed with the worst part of the movie ever, Super Shredder going down without a fight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got you there. I get that. Yeah, it's okay that he kills himself like an idiot. After being turned into a hulking wrestler, and to show that he doesn't care about his own safety and just wants revenge at all cost. But the Turtles and him still should have gotten some hits in before that. Well, at least the video game made Super Shredder awesome and uh, great seeing that he was my first Shredder toy that I may have gotten before I saw the movie. But I can't recall the dates on that. I still love the movie with all of its cheesy goodness. And you can't make a great pizza without cheese. That that is true. You are exact. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and was super happy when it aired on the TV channel that I um that I had, so I could get a recording of it myself. Also, I got the comic adaptation of the movie at one point, but I already posted on Facebook about that, and he did. And it's funny because hit the cover of his comic book is completely different from the one I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it shows, let me see if I, uh, I'm going to pull it up. I got the grief page already pulled up. So let's see if I can find it. Um, it's kind of, uh, okay, here it is. It looks like it's a weird version of Razor throwing Michelangelo through the air <laughs> and his butt is showing like it shows his butt underneath the show. Uh, so pretty crazy stuff. It was definitely a weird art art style or different art style, but uh, yeah, that was, that was funny to see. I'll post a picture of that. Maybe I'll do that in our like logo for the episode. <laughs> but he, he he goes on to say, too bad they didn't go through the Utron plot twist at the end. That would have blown my mind as a kid. Guess the professor will have to stick with being a good Fred Wolf styled Baxter Stockman along with Token Razor yeah. uh, for Bebop and Rocksteady. Well, that's all I got. Good luck with the episode, and sorry that I may never use the call feature, because I'm bad at speaking in general. I stutter. Hey, so do I, man. I fail at remembering words and worry if I jack up my phone bill, which I don't I don't think our TurtleCom would have. I'm not sure how that would work. Hopefully it doesn't have a long-distance thing. I don't think it would. But I am tempted to call in only to speak in Swedish just to troll you guys. <laughs> I, could swear up, I, could, <laughs> I could swear up a storm, and you'd never know. Then again, you dudes use a Swedish swear all the time, and that word is fan. Uh, so I'm sorry for cussing. Jeez. Oh man, yeah, that's one of my well, uh, many fans name. out there. Yeah, so <laughs> that's one of the many names of the devil in Swedish and common curse word. Wow. Oh crap! Sorry. <laughs> jeez, jeez, Josh, you, we were inappropriate. And we didn't even know it. Oh, man, I usually yeah. am. You're self-aware. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's always fun to remember when bad fans doing uh, doing their thing. Anyways, Christopher Carlson out. All right, thanks for the email, man. That was that was great. Thanks, Chris. Uh, another one of our international listeners. This is awesome. Uh, thank you guys so much for um, the feedback, guys. We will pick a winner next episode. Um, next episode, we'll have Thaddeus Manning on the show. Uh, if you want to check us out, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash turtleflakespodcast. Join our group page. Just Google search us. You'll find all the links. And lastly... The question we all want to know, Mr. Josh, is what kind of pizza are we going to have to close out 
episode 75 of Turtle Flakes Podcast. You know what? You know what I'm thinking? Because this movie got me hungry for some pizza. And, like, everybody at the beginning of the film was just nomming on some just classic cheese pizza. I think that's what I want. Just some, like, really, just a big slice of cheese pizza today. Absolutely. And a box of donuts. What do you say about that? a box of donuts on the side. That sounds good. Well... Alright dudes to do that, well here's to hoping you enjoy your classic extra cheese pizza with a box of donuts on the side. Cowabunga dudes. Cowabunga everyone. Alright. I still don't know why I wave at the computer when I say that. It's just why? Well, you know, you're waving at me. Bye. <laughs> Hey guys, Rob here. It's a couple days after the recording of episode 75, and I wanted to go ahead and include these these couple of emails and voicemails regarding Secret of the Ooze in this show. So I'm editing in. So that's the magic of editing right here. Uh, so first email of the day comes from Eric Escada. He sent us an email. Thank you for the email, man. It says, hey guys, so my memories with this movie go way back. It was actually the first TMNT movie I saw as a kid growing up. The first movie came out when I was like a year old, and my parents and nobody in my family had this version of the Turtles for some strange reason. To give you a bit of background knowledge, I'm 27, so I wasn't around when the original movie or show came out. But my older cousins were, and by proxy, I got into the Turtles through them, but at an early, early age. By early, I mean a year or less old, wanting to play their Nintendo just for the Turtles. Good call, man. <laughs> To come back to Secret of the Use, my mom caved in one day and bought the VHS tape for me. I still have it. I still remember being in Kmart with the tape, too, when we were in line to pay for it. I must have been close to two at the time, maybe a little older. I played that tape so much that it's worn out and barely plays anymore. I know and knew just about every scene and line from memory. I always wondered why the opening sequence said TMNT2 at the beginning when I was really young. It wasn't until I was older and sought out more and more TMNT stuff that I find out the reason why. This movie personally holds a bigger place in my heart than the first, even though the first is arguably the best. Love your podcast. I've fallen off the wagon, but just recently got back into listening to it. Glad to hear you all are up and still broadcasting. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for the email, man. Um, and it's so cool to see, you know, this was the one that started it for you. And this is, you know, your number one movie. You know, it, it, it's good to see that you still have the original, your original copy of the movie. So keep that thing in, intact, my friend. All right, Cal Bunga, dude. And the next email comes from our good friend, Philip Wright. He says, Cal Bunga, Turtle Flakes. I've been listening to you guys for a while now, and I love the show. Oh, thanks, man. I have not found a podcast of any kind that I have enjoyed more than yours. Oh, jeez, really? Uh, your show always takes me back to my childhood as I remember owning so many of the toys you talk about. I'm also reminded of my friend Tim who got me into the show and led me to get my first figure, Master Splinter. I was 10 when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze was released and it was the first Turtles movie I saw in theaters and I thought it was amazing. I remember watching the first movie over and over again after my mom bought the VHS copy at the grocery store. But there was something special about seeing the turtles on the big screen. Now, I know what you mean, man. It's just something that I will never forget. 
I still am a big fan of the Turtles, but now the toys I get are for my kids who love them as much as I do. Now you're raising them right, man. I am always excited for the new Turtle Flakes podcast to download as it is a great way to unwind on my early morning drive home from work. Keep up the good work, and I hope you can keep going for a long time. Your Ninja Turtle brother, Philip. Philip, thank you so much, man, and thank you for listening and the kind words about the show. And it's it's so cool that you know your your kids loved the turtles just as much as you did growing up. So you're, you're raising them right, man. And thanks again for the kind words. All right, guys, we have two awesome voicemails that we're going to play here, followed by our blooper reel, which happens to be pretty lengthy. Josh and I always kind of shoot the breeze. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed revisiting Secret of the Use. A very very good film. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. So, guys. Stay tuned for next week as we'll be returning to the classic era of the Turtles, and we'll have Thaddeus Manning on the show. But that's enough of my froggy throat rambling. I'll catch you later, and as always, here's to hoping you enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, and enjoy your pizza. Cowabunga, dudes. Cowabunga, everybody. Um, calling there real quick to give my memories and you know, thoughts on the turtle movie, uh, things I remember as a kid. Um, try to keep it short. I got maybe two or three quick memories. Um, one, as a kid, I went to go see the movie with my mother. And uh, I remember I'm just sitting there enamored with the movie. And it's the scene where uh, Raph is trying to get Kino into the foot. And all of a sudden, my mom goes, hey, I know that guy. And I'm sitting there like, huh? And she's like, yeah, I know that guy. I'm like, mom, you know Kino? And... Little do I know, my mother is talking about one of the extras in the background, uh, Michael Jai White. Uh, I guess she went to high school with him, and he was in, he was in Spawn, and uh, Why Did I Get Married, and things like that. So that was pretty cool as a kid. Um, another thing, me and my cousin, um, as kids, we wanted to go see the movie separately, but every time we got together, and either my aunt or my mother, every time we we saw them, we would act like Token Razor. So we go up to them like, Mama. Oh, my, my, they would hate that. So we did that for about a month, and then, you know, they got pretty sick of it. Um, last thing, uh, I remember when they got caught in the net, and Michelangelo said, remind me to drop a line to Ralph Nader. I remember when I became old enough to vote that I saw Ralph Nader's name on the battle slip, and for some reason that stuck out of my mind. I said, I know who I'm voting for no matter what. I was just voting just because I could vote, but I know that stuck out in my mind for some reason. So for 2004, when I turned 18, I voted for Ralph Nader as U.S. president. And so I just wanted to give my two cents, and hopefully I can win this contest. So love the show. Keep up the good work. Kyle Bunker. Hey, how's it going? Aloha and hello. Uh, turtles. I, was it? I forgot how it goes again. Uh... Cowabunga dudes then do this. This is Willie Chen uh, calling from Honolulu, Hawaii. Yeah, I gotta tell you, man. Turtle Flakes, I enjoy I enjoy listening to it a lot. Mainly, um, I enjoy the content a little bit more than uh, than that. But, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so for, for what, episode 175, um, my, my memories from... The, the, the Turtles 2 movie the, the original Turtles 2 From 1991 The Secret of the Ooze Ooh, Where do I start? Um, 
Well, first of all, I, I wasn't born at that time yet. Uh, when, when it came out in the theaters, um, yeah, so I, I wasn't born yet until it was actually right after when all three movies were there. Yeah, then I was kind of born a little bit later than that. Uh, but yeah, I grew up on the 2003 cartoon. So I, yeah, I didn't hear about the Ninja Turtles movie until, uh, you know, when my elementary school teachers uh, knew that I liked the knew that I liked the Ninja Turtles and uh, anyway, yeah, they knew I liked the Ninja Turtles and um, yeah, so they they had me they had me borrow the VHS they had me borrow the VHS copy. So I liked the first movie and I had uh, only the first one and the second one. Uh, just on the side one, I, I didn't then discover the third movie, and uh, surprisingly enough, the, my teachers, and neither some of my friends actually even knew about the third movie. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, they didn't even know about the third movie, which, uh, until then, of course, it became really uh, popular. But anyway, yeah, so about Turtles 2, I mean, I, st- I did enjoy... Yeah, and I, but I watched it at home, and, you know, when I borrowed it from my teachers, I watched it at home on VHS. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just thought first one and second one, uh, definitely, I mean, definitely different than the, the first one, but I didn't even, uh, really, uh, realize it too much. But they did, you know, dumb down the violence. Um, of course, Ninja, yeah, you know, I think pretty much everyone would agree Ninja Rap is pretty much the most memorable part of, of the, the Turtles 2 movie. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, Ninja Rap, um, I think that that's it. And otherwise, yeah, Super Shredder was pretty cool. They should have used more of him. Um, but other than, other than that, other than that, I don't know what to say. Ninja- It's like, okay, now get into runner's pose, and it's like, you know, I can just, like, feel like, just, it was scary the first couple of days I was doing it. It's still scary, because, like, all I'm hearing is, like, snap, crackle, and pop, and, like, <laughs> from my head to my toes, and it's just ridiculous. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I, I've actually tried it before, too. Um, oh, gosh, what, it was back when uh, P- P90X was really popular. Mm-hmm. And they had a yoga version of it. And I, I thought, oh, okay, well, today will almost be like an off day. You know, it's just stretching. No. Yeah. <laughs> there, were, there were poses that hurt my back and they had all kinds of stuff. But I think in the end, once you get used to it, it's really good for you. Yeah, it was really cool. I found this uh, yoga channel on YouTube that I subscribed to. Oh, gosh. That's awesome. That, that's, I was that's waiting really cool. to see, like, you know, meditate to a certain point and see, like, Splinter come out of fire or something like that. And I don't really know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, the Rat King uh, tries to get you on the astral plane or whatever. I know. Yeah, just, you know, you see the Dragon Warrior or whatever. So. <laughs> well, Dragon Warrior—that's a Nintendo game. That'd be awesome. Was that who was I thinking of? Uh, Dragon, Dragon Lord. Dragon. Okay. But <laughs> you know, hey, you know, when you got nothing to think about, stuff like Dragon... that'll pop in your head. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Crossover. <laughs> And man, I'm just tickled to death to just be back. I've missed it a lot. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, <clears throat> I was telling Chris about yesterday. I said, I miss Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. Nicole was in here just a minute ago, and I was setting everything up, and she's walking out of the walking out of the bedroom. She says, how's it going with your boyfriend? I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, she's somebody's just jealous. Up, somebody's up early. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me... just got done editing Star Wars Ties. We recorded it. It's so funny. We have a news segment, and we're like, oh yeah, all this stuff's coming up. It was in January. <laughs> so we're a little outdated. <laughs> okay, I got my eyes What did you think of the Star Wars trailer? The new one. It looked good. It looked really good. Yeah. Um, I just I just don't care. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, well, the, the one line that got me really intrigued was the last line. It's the go-home line that Luke says. It says... Something like it's time the for the Jedi to end. Yes, that's it. It's time for the Jedi to end, and I'm like, what the heck does that mean? Yeah. So you know, of course, I'm sure they meant to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're not killing himself. Nicole was so excited, like she was just like getting goosebumps and like shivering and just. <laughs> really? Okay. Is this is this what I look like to you when I'm talking about just turtles? Anything? Yeah, just turtles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's a huge Star Wars fan. She's pretty quiet about it because... I was going to say, I didn't know that. I think it's because I don't care about Star Wars. <laughs> and she just... I guess she feels like she doesn't want to waste my time or she doesn't, or she thinks I might make fun of her. Or why would I make fun of her for that? But, you know, whatever. <laughs> just like, freak! Yeah. I don't, <laughs> Nerd! But it's, I mean, I get why people like it so much. Yeah. But it just, I didn't watch Star Wars until I was a teenager. Right. And I just, I, I thought it was cool. I was like, okay, no problem. Yeah. And no, I get it. I get that. There, but there's a lot of stuff about Star Wars that I do, that, that is interesting to me. It's like, you know, Dash Rendar. I like that character. Boba <laughs> Fett. Love that character. I like Darth Vader. There's this one, like, Sith warrior chick who's like a demon with like a weird, uh, Joker smile kind of thing. She's not even a Sith, but she's like a demon who can wield the Force. Ooh. And that she's she's part of the expanded universe, which Disney wrote out of continuity now. But but like apparently, like not even Luke Skywalker could defend himself against her. And... Oh, I, I wonder if that's Mara Jade you're talking about. They, uh, no, not Mara Jade. Oh, oh okay. I. I saw a video on her, and it was a really cool video. Like, she is like a straight-up demon in the Star Wars universe. And she's like half lady, half like squid. She looks like a Cthulhu monster. But like with this weird, like messed up grill on her face that like stretches (laughs) all the way to her ears. Cool. And Does she sing that song, Let Me See Y'all Grill? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's terrible. Wow. All right. (laughs) Well, I'm done missing this show. All right, <laughs> we can take another three weeks off. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That I mean, I, you know, I I get it. I knew of Star Wars when I was young, but it probably wasn't until I was close to eleven or twelve when I first saw Empire. Um, yeah. and it was I don't know. I, I was young enough to where it still blew my mind. You know, the special effects and everything. So kind of had that awe moment, and then I kind of I got away from Star Wars for a little bit. I just got busier with other things. Yeah. And I came back to it. Um, I remember they had like a marathon on TV, and I started. I want to say I was probably about fifteen or sixteen. And I started getting the story. Like I started actually paying attention to the plot, and that's yeah. when I started liking it. Because for me, the appeal was you got this whole universe worth of characters. You know, all mm-hmm. these minor characters um, that you know nothing about. It, for me, it was intriguing. I'm like, who are these people? And then you'd see the toys in the stores. I'm like, what is this character? I don't know. You know, who's this yeah. snail guy? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It, to me, it was just like, wow, you could do so much with Star Wars. And and then it was my work buddy that really got me into it as far as the the books went. Like, he had all the books. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try it because I love to read. 
And yeah. there was a book, actually a trilogy, the Han Solo trilogy, written mm-hmm. by, it's actually written by one of the few female uh, writers from the old Expanded Universe, and her name's A.C. Crispin. Okay. Uh, it is really good. It's Even if it wasn't about Han Solo, the storytelling is so good and powerful yeah. that by the third book, the second to last chapter, just about got me teary-eyed, and I'm not a very, you know, sissy <laughs> kind of guy, you know. So. Uh-huh. But, you know. I keep telling myself. I'm not a sissy guy. Oh, look, a rainbow. <laughs> Double rainbow. What does it mean? <laughs> not even Donnie Yen? The blind dude? Well, he's Force-sensitive, but he doesn't actually have Force powers. Like, he can sense certain things, but he can't actually use the Force to do anything. So is he like, you know, like the Force is looked at as a religion? Is he just like a follower of that religion? Kind of, like, yeah, kind of. He's more of a follower. Not a religion, but you know what I mean. Like, he he understands that they're a Jedi, and he's just like, well, you know, I'm going to live like them because that's a good way to live, you know? Kind of. You know, that's how how I look at him, but there, there are a couple of scenes where, like, he can sense when people are coming at him. Like, he, he can sense when danger is about to happen. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's just blind luck or if there is something to do with the horse. I didn't even mean to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you always mean to do... No, sorry. Uh, right, right. I know. No, well, honestly, though, it, it's hard to explain with him. But I think he has, like, a very, very minor gift. But I think more of it's just faith-based. Yeah. Um, like, he believes in it. He knows it's real. But he doesn't necessarily have the gift of the force just just maybe certain little things but um he and the guy who kind of follows him around all the time Baze malbus they were my favorite characters but all the characters in the story are great and the great thing is you knew nothing about them going in so you didn't have to have any prior knowledge and yeah. by the end of the film you love every single one of them yeah and because i mean I've, i i already know what that movie is about i already yeah. know what happens in it because we're on the internet every day, so it's just kind of you hear things. Yeah, it's a sad. And... Ending. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying it was a sad ending for sure. Yeah, I mean, like really, you really had no choice but to end it that way, you know? Because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did watch on YouTube. I watched the Darth Vader scene. I was like, oh my god, I that love is Darth a great Vader. Scene. He threw people around like rag dolls. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was like you've never seen Darth Vader in a truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on on film, you know, it's just like. And, and I I really like Darth Vader. Um, oh, he's and great. Ha- it, it happened with the prequel trilogy. Because, yeah. And and I get a lot of flack for this because I don't mind the prequel films. They have a lot of really good elements. Um, they yeah, they're, make, I mean, they're not terrible. No. And, and, you know, for somebody like me who doesn't necessarily care about Star Wars, I can I, see what ruins Star Wars for me because I never really paid much attention to it until when I was in high school and the prequel films were being made and I thought, wow, they're making sequels to these movies that came out before I was even born. (laughs) That's pretty interesting. So I started learning a little bit about it and I went in to the prequel trilogy. Uh, I hate calling them that. Just, I went into the, to the movies, um, uh, not expecting anything and just, just with, uh, a blank palette, so to say. Yeah. And, even though I thought the kid that played, I felt ba- I feel bad for the dude that was young Anakin Skywalker, uh, little Anakin. Um, oh yeah, 
because that dude, because like he got the blame for how bad that movie was, and that's not fair. That's not and fair. like when when he was a teenager, he was bullied in high school because of it. Oh and, really? I mean, like he was beat up. He was like shamed for making Star Wars terrible, and it's like really seriously, yeah, like it's his and like. Fault. Yeah, I know, and that was what bothered me about Star Wars. That's what bothers me about Star Wars, is the fans. Because, like, the people that really hate on George Lucas, this dude who just wanted to make movies. Yeah. Um, talking about how he did things their childhood. And it's like, I just, I really just want to curb stomp a lot of these nerds, because they're just, <laughs> they're just fickle for no reason. And... Yeah, well, it, it, that is that has effectively ruined Star Wars for me. I'll, I'll never like Star Wars as much as I like anything else because I've been tainted by these people that supposedly love it. Yeah, no, I mean I, I'm with you uh, to, to to some extent. I've met a lot of very very friendly Star Wars fans, but I also know the uh, uh, the dark side of it. Oh, pun intended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I re- completely get what you're saying. Like that was my big uh, apprehension doing the Star Wars podcast with my friend because I am a very novice fan. I, I appreciate one little branch of the um, franchise, and that is the novels. Like, I know some of the novels, mm-hmm. um, but I am not an expert fan, and I'm going to say some really stupid newbie green stuff that I know is going to be criticized and scrutinized. So I told my buddy, I said, man, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I'm I'm just a, you know, I, I love the, the franchise, but I'm not a very well-versed fan. Um, mm. And so far, I've not gotten a lot of flack, but I, I'm waiting for it. I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, well, but, yeah. if you want flack, all you got to do is have me on the show. <laughs> and it'll be an hour and a half of, y'all are stupid, and you need to go play Dark Souls. That's... <laughs> yeah, Cowabunga. Then you yeah, just, you that's just the leave. Cowabunga. Yeah, it's... <laughs> But you know what? And all that being said, as soon as they announce a Boba Fett film, I am there. I am front <laughs> row. You know, I just, I even, I even have a, I know what comic they should, I hope to adapt. I, I hope that they adapt is, I, oh man, I can't, I think it was called like Engines of Fury or something like that was this Boba Fett comic. And it was about this really like crappy bounty hunter who was being pursued and he found Mandalorian armor and started talking about how he's Boba Fett. He was hiding out as Boba Fett because nobody would chase him if he was Boba Fett. Oh, and, cool. And, and so he started like taking bounty hunter jobs as Boba Fett and then the real Boba Fett found out about it and went after him. And so and so then That's he awesome. had to fend off against the actual Boba and you know, they'll never adapt that, but that would be the story I would hope that they do. And, but like as soon as they announce a Boba Fett film, I'm there because oh, yeah. I think it's kind of dumb that they're making a Han Solo film because it, every all, people are going to see that and complain about it they because will. Like, why are you trying to why are you making a film about Han Solo? We know yeah. that guy, right? <laughs> and it was played by Harrison Ford, one of the most popular actors in Hollywood history. Yeah. Nobody's going to be able to live up to that. No, and people will already have a lot of people already have their minds made up before they even see it. Yeah, it would have been like if those rumors about Chris Pratt playing young Indiana Jones, it just it, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, no, I'm you know, with you. Especially when Chris Pratt is the same age as Harrison Ford was when he started playing Indiana <laughs> Jones. I was playing young Indiana Jones somehow. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<clears throat> yeah, it's it's crazy, um, you know, just how how hardcore the fans are. And I, I appreciate them being passionate, but, you know, when you're being a flat-out jerk and not being open-minded and, yeah. you know, you're never going to enjoy anything that's that lives up to the past, you know. Yeah. So. And, you know, and this is eerily familiar because, like, this is all things that have been said about Ninja Turtles. When the Ninja Turtles films came out last uh, last year in 2014, yeah, all you heard about was how Michael Bay was just a moron. Oh, I know. Blah, blah. And it's like this dude who was on a team of like 15 producers. You're gonna single out this one guy. Yeah, they've already made their minds up, you know. Yeah, and and and, and that's kind of like what we talked about with the second film. The second film was much much better than the first, in my opinion. Um, it was, uh, and the first one wasn't terrible, but the yeah, second out of the film, shadow. yeah, yeah, the second film kind of addressed all the criticisms that the first film you know received mm-hmm. and i thought it was head and shoulders better than the first and people yep. still no one came out to see it they had already made their minds up that it was gonna suck yep you know yeah and that, that's a shame and, and you can't even say that you saw the first movie and oh well it was stupid and i didn't like that it was like well a lot of people obviously liked it it made like 500 million dollars i mean <laughs> i understand that yeah bad movies make a lot of money i mean look at the transformers movies those movies are horrible, but they <laughs> billions of dollars. Yeah, that's why there's like They're, six of them. Yeah, four movies have made over $3 billion. Good Lord. And the fifth one is coming out, what, in July or something like that? Can I ask you something about those? I'm sorry, it's, you know. No, uh, go for it. Are, do they follow the cartoon at all or the comics? Nope. No, not at all? Because I was wondering, no. the, the, new one, the new one looked like um, an adaptation of the... Um, uh, oh gosh, the cartoon movie. Oh man, the uh, the new one is an adaptation of a fever dream of caffeine, marijuana, and, <laughs> and some you know grain alcohol. You know because <laughs> like this is the synopsis of it. Okay, uh, Optimus Prime went out to space at the end of the last movie to go find Cybertron apparently, and uh, he gets captured by transformers that are remnants of cybertron that blame him for destroying cybertron somehow and so now he has to to earn his honor back he has to work with the decepticons to take over earth and to stop him marky mark and other humans and a couple and bumblebee (laughs) have to go back in time to the arthurian age uh, when king arthur worked with the transformers what to, to yeah i'm not done yet to save the earth from the evil knights and then they go forward in time and the decepticons are helping hitler win what? world war ii yeah i know it's crazy <laughs> apparently all that is in this movie well you know the sad <laughs> thing is now i want to see it i know right yeah i saw that and i was like if they can have a scene where King Arthur has a sword fight with Adolf Hitler. I'm there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's using Excalibur to kill him. Oh, with, man. With <laughs> bells on, I am there. See, Sorry. They got our money. They got our money. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and, but, I mean, the trailers all look good. And I showed Nicole, like, the most recent trailer. She's like, that movie looks good. And I was like, yeah, but all of the Transformer movies have had good trailers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Every They've time I see one, I'm like, oh, I got to see that. Yeah, like if you strung all the trailers together in chronological order, it would be like this really awesome twenty-minute fan film. You know, it's just like, <laughs> how did they do that? Yeah, you know? yeah. But like, I, I, the Transformers. I like Transformers enough. Um, 
like my daughter Danica loves Transformers. Like she oh, is nice. ridiculous with her fangirlish. <laughs> she watched the and, original cartoon. No, she watches Transformers Prime. Wow, nice, nice. Which is stupid. <laughs> I've not seen it any is, of it. That's the new it's one, right? A dumb show. Ah, no good. I like that. I like that they have like a bunch of returning characters from various points in the Transformers mythos. Yeah. Or uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but like they've got a lot of the original voice actors from the original show. And oh no like, way! Frank Welker is Frank Welker. Peter uh, Welker. I'm not I sure, buddy. The guy that's been Optimus for almost every single Transformer series, he's still Optimus. The oh, original no back, yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank Welker, that's his name. Like he he's been Optimus in all the movies, and um, it it I shouldn't say it's horrible. It is it is a, a decent show. It's just not for me. And like I tried showing her the the G one Transformers, and. Yeah. And I hate calling it that because it's it's just a cartoon. It's just Transformers. <laughs> just Transformers. But like I showed her the the Transformers animated film, and I like that. Movie. I love like, that film, dude. except it's got the worst line ever by uh, it's not Hot Rod, uh, Magnus. Was it Magnus? Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus. Yeah. Remember when um, one of the guys died? It might have been Optimus Prime, and 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 Ultra Magnus was the second in command, and he's in charge, and he goes, yeah. ah, I can't deal with that right now. Like you know, oh, yeah. kind of brushes <laughs> them off to the side. Right. I was like, "No, yeah. you can't." Yes, you can. You're a leader. You deal with it, you jerk. <laughs> Not only can you deal with it, it is your job. It is your responsibility. You're the next one. You're the leader. Yeah, and but I mean, I always liked Ultra Magnus because even when I was a kid, I realized that he was the dude from Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Unsolved Mystery. Yeah, creepiest that, which had like ever. the scariest theme song too. Oh, I know. That, that that show but, freaked me out, but I yeah, know, yeah. I couldn't watch that. It's before like when that. I was a kid, when I was a kid on Fox, they had like a, it was back to back. They had Unsolved Mysteries, and they had this show called Sightings. Ooh, do you remember Sightings? I don't remember seen? that one. It was this show where it was stupid. It, it was so <laughs> horribly made, but it was just people talking about. I saw Bigfoot in my backyard, and the scary <laughs> thing about it was they would do reenactments. Oh. And those were what was scary, you know, yeah, it, it, it was, and it was kind of spooky, yeah. I mean, like, they talked about, you know, the Loch Ness Monster, UFOs, they had a lot of UFO sightings on that show. I mean, it was called Sightings, what did you think it was going to be? <laughs> <laughs> but what anyway, you yeah, maybe the Adams Family? I'm the Adams <laughs> But, like, you know, Transformers, I, the problem I have with the movies is the aesthetic. I, I don't like the designs of the Autobots and the Decepticons because simply because you can't tell who's who. Yeah, I know. I, it's very hard to distinguish them. Yeah, I, I'm Especially with you. Especially the Decepticons because they're all gray piles of metal. That's it. Yeah. You know, no identity to them. And even if that is, it is the most realistic version of Transformers because, like, they actually worked with engineers at MIT to figure out how a car could transform into a 25-foot robot <laughs> and they actually figured out what it would have to look like to get like the telescoping armor so it would pop out and be a 20 foot tall robot or whatever it is yeah no yeah. crazy yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy the amount of research that they put into it and even if that is accurate i just wish they would have done the blocky 
80s cartoon design because that's Optimus. That's yeah. Bumblebee. You know, that's Ironhide. And even know, Grimlock, very... even though I never liked Grimlock, you know. I wish I would have brought sound, uh, Soundwave back for, you know, just have a giant cassette. Oh, I know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> what is that? I don't I don't know why we're not suspicious of that 15-foot-tall boombox over there. <laughs> Who's got a boombox nowadays? So get him. But like, yeah, I know. I like what they did, how he was stuck on a satellite and he was just basically floating for three movies. <laughs> but, like, the one design, the one character they got right was Aftershock in, I think it was Aftershock, or Shockwave. See, I, I've not actually watched since the first film. Okay, in the third movie, they have Shockwave in it. And you remember, he was a, a purple Decepticon with one eye. Oh, yeah. And, and like, his whole thing in that movie was, I don't care what Megatron wants to do, I want to kill Optimus Prime. That's all I want. Huh. Like, you let, you let me have Prime, you can do whatever. And I really liked that. And he was writing on, he had, he uh, moved around by, he basically had the worms from Tremor as his vehicle. Oh, nice. And they would under the ground and they like burrowed under Chicago and everything and it was like that one design they got almost pitch perfect except for the color he's not purple he's gray of course because he's a Decepticon but everything else in those films is just kind of uh, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> well I was thinking I could do the um, I could be Rob Zar instead of Razor you know where I'm a baby but I'm a uh, giant oh yeah. yeah and you could be uh Joshka. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh, hang on one second, buddy. The lady needs me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm fine. I don't need anything. Right, only if you want to. I'm good. I'm not hungry. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks, huh? I love you. Drive safe. You going to the gym? Okay. Sounds good, but thanks. Oh, sorry, buddy. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh wants a biscuit. Okay. She's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah okay. we'll send it. It might be a little cold. Right. <laughs> um, but um, what was I saying? I thought, I'm sorry. That was hilarious. You asked her if she was going to the gym. She says, now nah, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had her gym clothes on. I didn't know. I don't know if she's going to do that afterwards, or I don't know. You're going to... You going to work out, hon? Nope. Going to Burger King. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I got to do my, my I got my stretchy curls. pants. I'm going to be there a while. So. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, um... Like, our ladies have that scary part of them. It's like, are you being serious right now? I know. See, like, women... Women love bashing on how much guys suck. Let me tell you something. <laughs> women are mean, man. They, they, I mean, yeah, guys are kind of you know, dim idiots, but like women are conniving, you know? <laughs> and, but if you mention it, Oh, well, you're just a woman hating blah, 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 You're a chauvinist. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, like women are kind of mean, dude. You know, it's just, <laughs> they'll do stuff that you don't realize has been done unless it's like years later. And then they come out from behind a curtain when you realize it and be like, it was me all along. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right, I'll tell this story real quick, and then we'll get back on track. It, it, that, that just reminded me of something so much. Okay, first girlfriend I ever had, um, uh -huh. I, well, I don't even know if you would consider her a girlfriend. It was in fourth grade. Um, nope, not a girlfriend. Yeah, probably not, probably not. And it was, 
So her name was Laura Boyd. I'll never forget it. Uh, she, <laughs> it was one. Of, it was one of those things where she had written a note. She passed it back to me, you know, because you know, obviously we didn't have phones. There was no texting, anything like that. So it was the old school way of saying, "I like you. Do you like me? Check yes or no." Well, <laughs> I checked yes. I said yes, I do. Uh, so. You know, I give the note back to her and stuff, and then we're pretending to be boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever. I was on cloud nine because I'd never had a girlfriend before. I was I was all excited. Anyways, during recess, same day, uh, we're outside, um, and the gym teacher was playing football with us. So he goes to throw like a hail mary because it's about recess about over, and uh, and it's to me. And I got my eyes on the ball. I'm running as fast as I can, not really watching where I'm going, and I. Boom! Right smack into the middle of a telephone pole. Ooh, uh, I knocked wow. myself out. I knocked myself out. I, it was the first concussion I ever got. Um, wow. <laughs> so I wake up to the gym teacher in my in my face, you know, saying, "Hey, Rob, you all right?" Blah blah blah. Sends me to the nurse. I get to go home half day, and I'm all excited because one, I still <laughs> got a girlfriend, and two, it's Friday, and I'm going home early. Uh, yep. So you know, I'm a little bruised up, whatever. And my mom, she's kind of checking on me, making me soup and stuff, and I'm feeling all good. Uh, and I get a phone call, and and it's Laura Boyd, and I'm thinking, oh, how sweet is that? She's checking up on me. She she cares about me. Yeah, uh, a real man wouldn't have been knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Uh, so, uh, anyways, she's like, oh, hey, Rob, yeah, yeah, I heard you ran into a telephone pole, blah blah blah. Yeah, all the kids are talking about it and laughing and making fun of you. By the way, um, I don't think we should date anymore. And oh also, my God. yeah. Right. So not only no, it gets worse. So not only she dumped me, she said, um, "Would you mind if I went out with Mike Camilli, who at the time was my best friend?" So not only did she dump me the day I, I knocked myself out, but she dumped me for my best friend. Oh my god! Talk about cruel, man. Makes for a good story years later, but I was devastated. Oh my god! Yeah, and then, jeez, <laughs> now all of a sudden you're <laughs> just sitting there. With a whiskey in one hand, talking to the piano player, you know, playing yeah, against play it again, Sam, played for her and played for me. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I, we proved her wrong. Now look at us. Now look at us. Yeah, <laughs> talking about turtle toys. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Life has a way of, uh, you know, going full circle. <laughs>